0: Yo. It's Grahapsody, what we Will, fill and Reg, trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads. It's d we're here to fill the void, three black fans, different perspective, gotta fill your voice. Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between, yeah, it's all that. And we're down with Fightful Better Fallback, coming for respect, we connect like a fallback. No need to double check, these are all facts, you're listening to us talk raps. You're listening to us talk raps, Will Filth and Reg, yeah we're d here to talk raps Yeah we're d here to talk raps
1: Back at it again, because <laughs> I wasn't here last week
0: Yeah baby, oh I forgot I can see everybody this time because I'm logged in so I got to see Will <laughs> going ham to my song, it was great, it was awesome, great intro
1: yeah, uh, that, see, that's <laughs> the thing. <laughs> for the last like eight months, I've seen everybody. And mm-hmm. so I get to see Ranch uh, getting hyped during the song. And I do too. This mm-hmm. is how I do. But you've never got to see it till now.
2: Mm-mm. First uh, time. But yes.
1: This is City baby. I'm Will Washington. And uh, shout out SP3 uh, for filling in for me last week. Yeah. I knew that if I were going to miss. My first episode of City. I can't believe I was the first one to miss one. Uh, mm-hmm. But if I were going to miss my first episode of City, I knew I didn't want anybody else to do it. But yeah, sp 3 so. Yeah, he, he,
0: uh, that was a great episode to have him on because he's pretty versed in the New Japan stuff, pretty versed in Impact stuff. Like, perfect timing.
1: Yeah, agreed. Shout out to uh, SP3.
0: Thanks for coming through, bro.
1: Shout out to SP3. And also shout out to my boys, my co-host. We got Philip Lindsay. We're in the house, man. Uh I don't know if
3: you guys have noticed this, but uh <laughs> no man, uh a little back to back action 'cause uh I just think two years in a row Chicago has had the best pay per view of the year. <laughs> you know man? uh where I went in, man, you know. Okay. Uh, you know. Ninety two I seen my man, you know, put Clyde Drexler into and the Portland, play Trailblazers away. Mm. History making uh finals, that was where the Jordan Shrug meme came from. Mhm. So, you know felt so only felt right that you know, represented man. I was watching the uh, Warriors uh celebrate and have their parade last week or week before that.
2: Let's go, baby! Uh,
3: and it felt good because you know I'm a I'm a Warriors fan. Uh I'm a I'm a Steph fan in particular. Mm-hmm. So it felt good. But I was like, man, summertime shy used to be when confetti rained on the city, right? And the boys were out in Grand Park, and For it was years. a special time. Mm-hmm. So. You know, right now, it feels like a special time because, again, winning, bruh. Chicago, Illinois, Mecca of professional wrestling,
0: back-to-back. Um, Those sons also, of bitches. I saw, uh, was that uh, banner that was up there at Forbidden Door? Was that real? That All that Out? That All Out? Yeah, yeah, it was. That's real. It was, okay.
1: Yeah, and it's Amen. still there. It's there for Dynamite, too. I think they're going to do, like, the WrestleMania thing where he's pointing to the side.
2: And he's pointing oh, okay. All Out. So, okay. man,
1: if, it only felt right, man. And, uh,
3: yeah, man. Money, yeah, the bank. Money in the Bank is the uh too I don't know if you guys know But who's the only guy that's gone back to back At Money in the Bank
2: <laughs>
3: Isn't that one CM Punk Chicago, <laughs> Chicago, <laughs> Chicago Illinois resident uh, um, Also Point of contention uh, When he cashed in his first Money in the Bank Briefcase This is a Will Washington question Because he's a date guy
1: What date was that uh, So let me think about that <laughs> Just give me a second. So, was It was in July, wasn't it? Uh, it was it was June 30th, 2008. June 30th birthday. Uh, oh, okay. shit. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I knew it was close to today. I was almost thinking, is he asking because it's t- today's day? But mm-hmm. no, it was June 30th. All right. I knew the draft was in June. Uh, so either way, and he brings that up, folks, for those not aware, because June 30th. Uh-huh. It's the birthday yep. of one, hold on, let me check my notes here, mm-hmm. uh, Philip Look, Lindsay.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 I think I know that guy.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah I know kind of him. He's here
0: in the <laughs> should... building. No, once again, really, let's say it out loud, happy birthday to Philip Lindsay. It was a birthday, few days ago, Shy town fucking legend, boy. Should, should be a, a national holiday, June
3: 30th. It's a lot of... <laughs> it's a lot of <laughs> a lot of notable names born on that day, you know. Mm-hmm. Cody I Rhodes, know, right? Dude, yeah, June, yeah, June 30th, yeah. i was
1: wishing a lot of happy birthdays on June thirtieth. Like, I think Faye Faye Jackson. Jackson. Jackson, yeah, yeah. yeah Faye like, Jackson. You know, Iron Mike Tyson, born on the wow. same day. Man. Yeah. June thirtieth, man. Uh hey, oh, but let's bring oh. it all full circle. You know who I share a birthday with? CM Punk. Oh, let's go.
0: <laughs> it's lit around here, Chicago. Shot
1: Town. Yeah. All day. Right. And, you know, Righteous Reg is also here. I didn't even get oh, into in the building, Righteous it's your
0: Ridge. fucking man, media man, the greatest of all time, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster. It's Righteous Reg, Saturday morning, it's Grabsity, it's fucking lit. Uh, it's cold outside in July. It's July 2nd, and, like, I see fog and clouds in Oakland, California. I'm not mad at it at all. Actually, very excited about it. Thank
1: you. It's cold outside.
0: Yeah, it's cold. And it's yeah, July. I'm,
1: sorry. I'm in for where it's about to be 90 today.
0: Yeah, no, I'm excited. As someone who, you know, is from Bakersfield and it's a hundred, it's probably three did triple digits today. I love this. This is amazing. I'm having the best day. <laughs> Shout out no, to the weather. Shout out to climate change.
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> so we've got a, a lot to talk about this week. Um, I. I told the story about. Uh, as a matter of fact, let's talk about Chicago for a minute. Shut uh, down. This will be the the way we open. Uh, first thing I want to do is get some of the uh, get the super chats, humper chats, read. And by the way, uh, leave us a thumbs up uh, right here on the channel, YouTube.com/slash/ Fightful. Just right there. Just give us a little thumbs up, and then. Uh, You've you've done your good deed for the day. But not the only good deed, because you can do a good deed like Kai did and say, Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, Philip Lindsay. Hey Amen. I, I only spell my you. I only
3: spell my first name with uh one L. Not to be a snob here, but you know. No, it's fine. You just gotta let him 1L, know. You know.
0: No, that was uh you sang the wrong one. It was "Happy Birthday to You." That's the one it should be. This is a black podcast,
1: Happy you guys. B- but see, it we didn't read that way, so therefore, <laughs> that's all them, not me. <laughs> if there, if I saw big capital letters, "Happy Birthday,"
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what's up? Which when is did more you expensive?
1: Which Which is more expensive? By the way, because I know like Warner Media owns one of them and uh i or I guess own happy birthday December. that's crazy they do the and the owners happy- ha- have everybody they just own it that's crazy they they own happy birthday to you they own that mm-hmm. uh like you can't actually you notice like tv shows will use like for he's a jolly good fellow mm-hmm. and shit like that even though you've never Which heard nobody anybody, sings at you anybody heard birthday that. anybody you've never heard that anywhere but on television mm-hmm. that's because that song is like actually owned uh i think it's by um not Warner Media; it's Warner Music Group, which oh, okay. surprisingly aren't actually they're affiliated. Not yeah, they're not mm-hmm. affiliated. Like I've seen people who are like, "Oh, AEW can use this song because Warner Music mm-hmm. Group." Nope, they split off like thirty years ago. Doesn't, and... doesn't Warner also own uh, Wayne's catalog now? Or is that
0: Universal? Universal, I think.
1: Yeah. Oh, and Van Twin Blade is letting me know though that apparently they lost that case, so I guess it is open use now. I know for a number of years it was oh, okay. the case that we're like people just couldn't use yeah and i birthday. remember
0: in all the sitcoms they would never do the regular <laughs> happy birthday they'd always do some freaked out that version yeah. or the or the happy yeah. birthday to You" version so yeah
1: yep so all right uh i'm glad it's like opening out there uh mm-hmm. so happy birthday is on the table good we don't get sued here we don't get copyright let's go. Me run that whole thing
0: day. right now <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's free (laughs) yep uh and so we also got uh some humper chats and uh i was told last week that humper chats uh were were kind of stuck and and weren't able to get read i am in the process throughout the show so if you see me looking this way it's me trying to to obtain them because Mm -hmm. for whatever reason um streamlabs is only letting me pull up like the last five days and of course those were seven days ago so i'm really trying to get those and i'm going to get those because i feel that people deserve to have their humper chats read definitely Uh,
0: we're gonna read everybody's questions
1: yes and baby
0: uh, um i forgot i could be running a Super chats too from this side because I'm big time now. I'm in the the I'm in the thing.
1: Yeah, I'm one of those. Look, and let <laughs> let me also say by the way, I said this before the show that uh, I showed Reg this morning where the intro actually was, <laughs> <laughs> but I thought him rapping the intro was the funniest fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm glad it was some form of entertainment, because I was stressed. But now I know where to find it, and it'll never happen again. My song's gonna play forever, baby.
1: I was actually, like, uh, I was sitting there with my phone. I watched the the intro live while I could, uh, and then... I was like, I just want to make sure everything got started okay, and I see that the show just gets started, and then <laughs> it just, like, kicks in and just starts doing it. And I'm like, no, nah, this is way better. This is exactly what it's. I it mean, if been.
0: there's an opp- opportunity for me to rap,
1: I'm about to rap, bro. Like, that's what's up. That's just so, what it is. Here's something funny. I was ne- – I, I have said before, I would never bring this topic up on the show, ever. Oh, but, boy. of course, somebody humper-chatted it Yeesh. in. And so, they spent their money. This one's for Phil. Um, when are, I don't know who those guys are. What are you talking about? But, um, but here's the thing. I, I have said before, I don't necessarily care for beef or anything along those lines as far as, uh... uh like, I don't have beef with nobody. So, as far as the show is concerned, we don't got beef with nobody. Um... I mean, yeah. Old um, question,
0: Cotton. We're not beefing uh, with anybody.
1: Listen, man, yeah, this is a celebration, bro. Back
0: Back-to-back
3: mm-hmm. back wins. We don't yeah. talk about haters on our show. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, nah, I don't know. Um, <clears throat>
0: yeah, okay, yeah.
1: Nice one. Nah, I, I, nah, here's the thing. Personally, <laughs> I got nothing to squash because uh, when I hear, like, of course shit comes my way i hear i ain't ain't got nothing to squash either yeah To be honest, (laughs) pretty much everything comes my way if something's been said and my name's in it i've probably heard it that said i don't give a fuck about none of that like like legit i hear it and i'm like all right like when i hear like especially accusatory stuff i'm like i don't have time to like sabotage nobody shit or nothing along those lines i don't give a fuck about literally any of that uh, so, listen, man,
3: yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm gonna, cause I'm in a good mood, Chicago's up, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this as nice as possible. I ain't got nothing to squash. Let's uh, go, baby. If, uh, if, if, if they would like to have a conversation, they always can. I've said that more than once. We're, we're, that's why I'm it.
0: Look, only one, only one podcast is getting name dropped by who people consider to be the greatest tag team in the fucking world? Only <laughs> one, po- only one podcast in the world is coming off the lips of one of the members you guys consider to be the best tag team in the fucking world. FTR, there's only one podcast. Look, that, yeah. that me was off mentioned I, in that fucking so,
1: media scrum. And I was it's so thrown by that, boys. I was I was very thrown by that. I asked my question. No, I, I loved it because you're years, like,
0: "It's uh, so cool that you know that." <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah uh. <laughs> no, I, I had no idea. <laughs> no, I was like. Oh.
2: Okay. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, I, I, I also saw
3: his tweet where he was like, man, uh, yeah, maybe we're the ones who, so I was like, Hmm, yeah. mm, nah, I mean, Hey, man, I mean,
0: that is a bar though. Maybe,
3: he, Hey, I mean.
1: well, we're going to talk about a lot of that, uh, momentarily here. Um, I did want to read this, uh, uh, this next one. Uh, this one is from Jennifer. It says, uh, weekly appreciation for the gents. Uh, hope your birthday was amazing, Phil, and that everyone else's uh, week was superior. Um, keep supporting one another and keep taking care of your mental health, folks. It is so important. You. It is. Um, Th- thank <laughs> you so
0: much, you? Jennifer.
1: <laughs> I think that's a typo. It is but...
0: so important, you. <laughs> 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 Jennifer letting us know for real. like, yeah, no, no, for reals, Jennifer. That's that's really dope. As always, appreciate thank you. you. We appreciate it. And yeah constantly taking care i've been taking care of my mental health a lot uh you know after a recent event so <laughs> everybody keep it up man, yeah, man. listen it's uh, crazy out
3: here a, a part of your mental health though because this was mentioned in this humper chat is just realizing sometimes um you gotta get, get along with everybody man yeah and and i think sometimes people might have an issue and hey maybe at some point the conversation will be had but you don't have to entertain stuff that is negative energy and that's where I'm at. Not entertaining that.
1: Yeah. Um, I I agree. Uh, as a matter of fact, not only am I a big believer that... Uh, and I don't take this as shade. I don't want anybody to see it this way. Um, oh, I'm here for all the but, shade. But I, no, I, I, I will say... <laughs> I'm that, here for all the shade. Uh, and I'm sure people will take it this way. The shady um, records, baby. But I will say that grapsity's existence is taking care of my mental health if that makes sense uh being here was taking care of my mental health Mm -hmm. um i guess make of that what you will but uh i needed this show um and i i enjoy doing this show and uh i'm sure people can hear and see that these last few months these last eight months i have not been happier as a podcaster (laughs) so uh yeah, I agree. Take care of your mental health. We love it, Don't like you have to do anything uh, or. Don't, don't feel, feel like, like you have to, have to
0: have to do anything or not do anything like it's right. like you can there's anything just fucking have at it man there's no no set stone there's no white american dream like i like to call it you don't have to go to school get to college have a family you don't have to do any of that you could do whatever you want you can I smoke did all weed of that, every day the way. yeah no <laughs> that it's fine i'm very happy for you too you have a home and yeah. shit that shit's dope you have good good credit you know all the great things but you can have the opposite of will washington you could eat hot cheetos and mountain dew all day and just know you know it doesn't matter because nothing in this fucking world matters you look at the news and you should see that they want the world to burn so you have to do your best and enjoy yourself in the chaos do what you need to do to be happy in this chaos
1: there's a lot of chaos do whatever and i'm
0: not talking about the new japan faction
1: yes do whatever makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Dylan Dutch says, all due respect to Alan Angels. I've seen a lot of people tripping about him, quote unquote, being released for, quote unquote, WWE mm-hmm. guys. Uh, also, my Hornets are having the worst offseason imaginable. love. I don't know if they're having a worse offseason than the Nets. But yes. You, yeah, you, you yeah, 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 no, yeah. You can't, you can't leave the, the Nets out of this. The Nets had the funniest... Like, three days. Imaginable.
0: Yo, what (laughs) the fuck? And KD just knows when he, like, he, it's like, I know some destruction's about to happen. Let me do it. Like, what?
1: Nah, KD was watching from before. I know, I I recognize this is going to be very outdated very quickly, but curious for the three of us. Where does KD play by the start of the season? Where does Kyrie play start of the season? Uh... Definitely I not. think
0: I th- honestly think KD is going to be back over here. I think I'm, I'm he's we're going to be neighbors,
1: honestly. Like, <laughs> I think he's doing
0: everything. And like, he's like, I want to trade back to the fucking Warrior.
1: So, uh, but he also wants to play for Phoenix. I could see that. Uh, why? <laughs> <laughs> I want to go there. <laughs> i mean i don't like, think so i look, mean he'd be an thing. asset yeah, with we, that team we talk, team. A, we talk yeah. like that but like phoenix had a great season phoenix was, yeah, then, yeah yeah and then their their off season i mean their postseason blew up whereas like yeah their
3: postseason had, blew up because uh cp's not that guy he's not, but, not that guy but
1: <laughs> but here's the thing who yeah. is that guy
0: right Booker.
1: So, so what i am saying though is kd is that guy right i feel like what oh,
0: K- so i was gonna say if kd was there at with them this year they you know, they might have had a better chance. Maybe
1: so. Maybe. So yeah, I mm-hmm. can kind of see all of that. Nah, but I
0: listen. hope he doesn't go to the the Suns. That's ugly.
3: L- listen, man, I, we watched all of this every time other people made super teams, and mm-hmm. all the LeBron guys were like,
0: "All oh, this for a 36
3: year old? Oh, you guys can't beat Bron. All this for that light light skinned guy in in
0: Oakland? Y'all can't <laughs> beat him."
3: What's, what's wrong
2: <laughs> Let's go, baby.
0: bring the squad oh the warriors are on some shit too man gary payton jr i did not want to see him leave i love the way he was balling I, I know, out here i man. knew he was
3: getting the bag so
0: yeah yeah that's also it's it's kind of like i don't want to say the warriors are like or like a championship team is like nxt because that sounds weird because you're winning the thing but it's like if you're hot like you're hot in nxt they're gonna try to get you some money and go somewhere else to be a superstar over there but it's not gonna work like that because steph curry is not gonna be your teammate i'm sorry no no (laughs) Otto. you gotta you gotta hit some shots now Otto. um exactly right Uh, <laughs> but uh, Kyrie I could see Kyrie being uh, in LA and that'd be hella funny <laughs> I could see Kyrie in LA I could honestly
1: see my KD. god if he's playing with LeBron again after all of that I would be unbelievable and I feel like that's what's gonna happen right <laughs> right but, like I am still after oh. Oh, I'm, I'm at Clippers Oh, oh, I can see okay. him in LA. Oh, 25%. yeah. Oh. I, was, I was
0: saying the Lakers. I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah man, okay. I mean, I mean, like yesterday, what the headline was that the Lakers were doing everything they could to get Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? They ain't got nothing to trade. What, who you <laughs> no, the going to they they trade? They don't, they don't want Westbrook, bro. <laughs> yeah. The thing I find nah. funniest about that is the fact that, like, on one end, LeBron fans, and I love LeBron, by the way. I'm not a LeBron hater like Phil, mm-hmm. but LeBron fans. Are like, yeah, getting Kyrie and LeBron playing together again, different team, but playing together again, it's gonna be a great combination. Okay, here's the thing. You guys did this like four years ago. Yeah. When uh uh when Dwayne Wade went to Cleveland, ah. <laughs> you were like Jesus. Look.
2: Oh, hey. you mean before
3: he came here and wasted our time in Chicago? <laughs> Bum.
1: <laughs> oh, it was like, hey. Dwayne Wade playing with LeBron <laughs> again on the Cavs. Let's oh, go! These guys shit. won championships together. This is it. We're gonna see it. LeBron James, Dwayne Wade back Ooh. together again. Didn't even finish the season. Nah, because he, yeah. he was washed. Uh, I could have told you that watching the games, he was washed. Um, I don't know if I've, if I've
3: told you guys how much I despise Dwayne Wade. Like oh, I, no, he, he, never I can hear this. it. I can definitely like, hear it. I might hate Wade more than I hate LeBron. Like I despise him. Like when he got here. And this was, like, after we traded Derek and, like, I was a big Rose guy. And I don't yeah. know if you guys remember, but he come out, and he was the only guy on the team that they would say, and from Chicago. Mm-hmm. And so when Wade got here and they were doing it, you know, Sears is playing, Allen Parson, I'm vibing. And they got to Wade, and they were like, and from – I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How dare you and from chicago for he's anybody from chicago. Be, he is from chicago but he spent his he spent most of his career out in miami he beat us <laughs> in the eastern conference finals and then gloated and now he's mr chicago no 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 he's from south beach <laughs>
0: fuck out <of> here <laughs> damn. wow damn sorry dwayne wade sorry have came, to be like you he did that and, to ca- phil you did this to came him. here and robbed
3: us of money and then mm. put on the team and left Mm. Uh, he robbed you of mm. money. Bomb. No, he knew he wasn't going to get that big contract in Miami, so he came here and got a big contract and then didn't even finish out the contract here, uh, wouldn't play for Cleveland, and rough. didn't finish that out either. Bomb.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was D-Way hatred. This is hilarious. This is hilarious.
3: Can't stand
1: him. Hey, we got a few more upper chats. We got one from uh, Van Twin Blade says, I was at GCW Gateway to death last night. Uh, This happened before Tony Deppin uh, versus Nick Wayne. Me. Be nice to him. He's just a boy, Tony. I'm going to kick his ass. Then I'm going to fuck his mom. Uh,
0: (laughs) Wow. Wow. Yeah, that that sounds like some Tony Deppin would say totally.
1: I mean, I think some of the biggest heat you can use right now uh, with Nick Wayne is his mom. Yeah. So... Yeah. And hey, uh, speaking
0: of GCW, really, really, really quick. The other night, one of my friends, something very disturbing happened at a GCW show. Hoodfoot Mo Atlas almost died pretty much in the ring. Um, there was a spot. The match started. Slade broke a light tube in half, handed one to Hoodfoot. He took one. They were doing like a, sw- a fighting thing and Slade like legit sliced his arm right here. He had to have he tried to the match they tried to continue the match and there's like the ring is bloody. It's there's so much blood just everywhere, everywhere. It's nasty. So they had to stop the match and be like no this is it you're you're out of here. He went to the hospital. He got like 40 stitches, uh, like some internal and some mm-hmm. external. So like he was like it was bad, but he's okay as as okay you could be after going something as traumatizing as that. Um uh, he's going to be out of action for a while. So of course like go to us follow him on Twitter, buy some merch, support hoodfoot Foot. That was fucking scary. I was watching it live and I was like just like panicking, trying to tweet and see what's going on and all this shit. But yeah, as this moment he's all right. He was at another show last night. I don't know if you guys heard about this at this ICW No Holes Bar show. Yeah, there was a wrestling uh, show that. happening. I wonder if you been yeah, talk about that. There was a wrestling show happening last night, uh really late. ICW No Host Bar they do death matches and shit like this. So at one point somebody just tweets, "Oh the 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 show's over because there was a stabbing outside. They shut down the whole show and we're like, "What? Yep. <laughs> What's going wow. on?" Wow. <laughs> yeah, um, so the show stopped. There was a domestic disturbance outside of the show. Someone got stabbed. Apparently the staff of the No Host Bar show and the wrestlers like helped the person that got stabbed, like helped them not die essentially. So Shit's been crazy. Uh, everybody fucking be careful out there. I don't know what is going be on. The careful, energy please. is crazy outside, so yikes. Yeah. But yeah, be careful, you guys. Yeah, man.
3: Well, wishes to Hoodfoot, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chicago native. Book this yep. man at more Chicago shows, by the way. It, yeah. It's
1: weird that he doesn't wrestle. He in has the, to in leave to,
0: to get bookings. It's crazy. Nah, man. Yeah, book him in
1: Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a couple more uh, Humper Chats. We have got uh, which one did I just read? Okay, so we've got Anwar says, "How would you book Seth if he won Money in the Bank?" Have a nice weekend.
0: Have at it, Philip.
1: Oh my God! the, the look <laughs> on Phil's face?
3: <laughs> <laughs> so he should definitely win, and I would. Uh, I would definitely. Think,
1: yes. Oh, oh, he should. He should win. This.
3: Who, who else in the men's Money in the Bank? Drew McIntyre. I think,
1: I, I think Riddle's winning it. But you think you Riddle's know. winning? I mean, they. They threw the storyline at him that if he lost to Roman, he can't challenge again. Oh, I and see. so I feel like the way around that is nobody, him getting money. Nobody wants that. <laughs> so, I mean, look, Riddle's the not. The love me. Riddle, man. Yeah, like I was going to say not for me, but that, yeah, they do.
2: He that dude is over. Yeah, He's he fucking is. over. Like, He's I don't over.
1: like Riddle. He's not for me. Mm-hmm. Um but I will say that He's over. Yeah, you know, I recognize that he's And that Roman there. match helped even more. So like yeah. you know, like ugh, yeah. Yeah, he's over. And mm-hmm. I think he's gonna win it. I think this is their way around the story I, that I, can't I do
3: not I do not want him walking around with that briefcase making these corny <laughs> wee jokes. I no thanks. <laughs> no thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but as far as
1: booking <laughs> Seth is concerned, what would you yeah.
3: think? I, I would have him hold it as long as possible. And mm-hmm. I would make people... Because I, I know the, the temptation to do is to redo the heist of the century at SummerSlam. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind that because it would annoy people. And I'm all about stuff annoying people. It is part of the bit. Um, but I would have him hold it as long as possible. And like get to that final hour and make people think, like, Oh, what is he doing? And then just out of nowhere... He cashes it in. Cause I feel like the best cash-ins have been um when people held it for like 200, 300 days. Because um, mm-hmm. I feel like that's what made the Ziggler um cash in so special. They was like finally, he's finally cash in thing in. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. You
0: know they don't weird. like this. they don't like these long holding times anymore. So this is this
1: kind of a so. hot take. I'm not like the biggest fan of the Ziggler cash in. Like what? it was It was a moment at the time, but uh, I think, one, WrestleMania would have been better for that. And I say that because of the fact that, like, that world title match was a fucking dud. uh, Oh, it was. The the Alberto versus uh, Jack Swagger match was a complete dud. Oh, God, I was there. and like Yeah, and you could have done a lot to spice up that match. Like, there was no reason to wait one more night for that. Um, And on top of that, of course, you know... It was a cool moment, but the world title at that point couldn't have meant any less <laughs> than it did. And like that like if you weren't watching at the time, that was like the low point for the World Heavyweight Championship. And so to me it was like this is a cool moment, but you're kind of like cashing in on the intercontinental title and like oh, it doesn't really damn. matter. <laughs> and, Yikes. And like and then the rain was a dud, right? Because oh, like the rain is What do you think? Yeah, expect? the rain was a complete dud um he cashed in people that be trying to
0: put over Dolph ziggler is so funny like he's good (laughs) but like you don't want to see
1: him no you know what though um talking about um like the miz so talking about allen angels for a sec oh yeah Uh, shout out to allen angels that's going back to that uh the humper chat we just got about allen angels Mm -hmm. um and that was from uh dylan dutch about uh people who are saying you know uh, who are tripping about alan angels i think that alan angels um you know so the way the story went of course was that uh his contract was up and he was offered a per date deal and he turned it down from aw decided mm-hmm. that he's gonna bet on himself and to that i commend him right i i had a yeah. tweet this week where i said that uh and his dad commented on it i love that um, oh, amazing. But, <laughs> but yeah his dad was like hey, that's my son he's gonna He's gonna show the world, and I'm like, Yeah, like, I want to see more it. of that. Honestly, like, his Twitter handle is like Alan's dad, or something, and I'm like, I love great. it, this is mm-hmm. the best. Um, mm-hmm. but no, so like, with Alan, Angels, I mean, it makes
0: sense when you find out he's like 23, you know, yeah, he's 24, 24 years old,
1: right? right? yeah, so yeah. he came in at 22. So, like, for Alan Angels, the way he put it was that, uh, right now. If he stuck around, he said, you know, maybe I'll have some good matches here and there. But for the most part, I'm like bottom of the dark order guy yeah. where or I could go out and he's like, I signed with a got my like indie career really under me. And that, um, you know, what I observed from that is that was the right call in 2020. Right. Because Definitely. that was because there were no indie bookings at the time. Structure. It was, yeah. The, it, there was a pandemic. It mm-hmm. was you got to sign someplace. To get mm-hmm. some work, otherwise you're not going to work. And so for him, yep. that was the best move at the time. Was look, he's he's fresh in this game, and he has a TV deal in front of him. Take it, mm-hmm. right? But yep. now he has an opportunity to be like, hey, I was the guy who had a TV match with Brian Danielson and got yep. the show out. I had TV yep. matches with two TV matches with Kenny Omega, got yep. the show out. Uh, and now like his g-
0: match with Kenny Omega is one of the most talked about dark matches ever. You right. I mean? those so, were
1: dark matches, like those yeah. Dynamite, right? That was, yeah, uh, yeah, so oh, TV. yeah, the one
0: was on Dynamite, you're right. Yeah, the yeah. two
1: of them were on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he gets to basically go out there and say, like, this is this is what I've done already now. So he gets yeah. to come back into the indies, uh, this time with a little more credibility. And uh, and you can see it when he's getting booked now, they're like, no, this is this is Alan angels. Yeah it's, that way exactly. yeah. it's way different. I exactly. Mean, it's way different. And now yeah. he gets to kind of put like, the reason I brought this up in response to Ziggler is because there was part of me that wished that Ziggler had done this. Like, um, like yeah, uh, the, the boat passed a long time ago, but like in 2016, I was all about like, honestly, when there he could still do it. Well, when there was talk that Ziggler's contract was coming up in 2016, uh, and they were doing the storyline with him and Miz, Where it was like, he's got to lose or he's got to win, uh, in order to to stick around um it's loser or what was it it was winner leave at the time mm-hmm. and I th- and I had this thought in my mind of you know especially because Drew McIntyre was like on the brink of doing it and Drew McIntyre did it right and I was like how great would it be for somebody like Ziggler who's already known as a world-renowned in-ring performer but for the most part doesn't have a career outside of WWE that people mm-hmm. are um that people lot and I thought and what if he him. like left for like Two years, right? Went and did Japan, went and did uh all of all of the Indies, did like a tour, did what Cody did, right? Mm-hmm. Um like what if Ziggler did that? Uh I said he would be NXT champion within a year and a half. And of course he didn't right. win the NXT title um mm-hmm. this year. But uh which forgettable like i know right completely I forgot we got about it. but yeah. but i was like what if he did leave and all of a sudden built this resume went and worked japan mm-hmm. went and worked a g1 went and did just all the shit that somebody could do with the athletic pedigree that dolph ziggler has and then came back and this time again like cody right like where cody left not really valued but all of a sudden comes back and it's like oh this is this man. is that Cody Rhodes now, mm-hmm. and I thought that Ziggler could have been the guy to do that. And what I'm why I bring up Alan Angels is that Alan Angels kind of has that going for him with AEW. We're like, mm-hmm. I think that uh, you know I saw him face on Dark Elevation. He faced Andrade, had a great showing and a great match with Andrade. And mm-hmm. I thought this is a guy who probably could have a good indie presence, and if he yep. goes out and does that, and then. Uh, and then reassesses his value in a year from now. And it could not work out, but let's say it does. Let's say it actually works out, and he does end up having a it great It will. He's talented. Career. Yeah, he's talented. Let's say he has a great indie career, That he's a hot commodity, and all the indies want to book him, and all of a sudden, and all of a sudden the hardcore fans like really know who he is to mm-hmm. the point of where then it is a case of, the the world is his oyster, I yep. suppose, and he then can. he do, he
0: comes back with a contract, not a per appearance deal, you know. Like yeah, that, that's what he wants. That's yeah, what that's look,
3: where he want to be. Yeah, build his value. I, I think I've it's, seen people I, overreacting, and I'm just like, look, that's what you're supposed to do. If you don't yeah. get the offer you want from somebody, you're supposed to go and prove it somewhere else and yep. get your money. That's what that's you're it. supposed to do. Kylan Kylin King talked about the same thing in an interview with with Sean, where she was like, "No, I loved working there, but you know, I wasn't getting." what i wanted out of the situation anymore so i was Mm -hmm. like no i'm gonna go somewhere and make a name for myself and Mm -hmm. it's working she had that great match with uh camille for nwa yep
2: Mm -hmm.
1: no that's what you're supposed to do and and i think that that happened constantly right there Mm -hmm. are a lot of guys who uh who didn't necessarily get what they wanted out of their first run went elsewhere and uh made a name for themselves Completely otherwise. It's Mm -hmm. happened before. We've seen it. And uh, I think that there's, I don't know. I I think it's always the right call to bet on yourself. I think there's no reason you shouldn't. Um, I think it's, if anything, a mistake to stick around in a place where you're not getting what you feel you could get, or if you feel like um, you could be more in the future, go for it. Well, I mean, I I commend Alan Angels. That's kind of
3: like the mission statement of AEW is bedding Mm -hmm. yourself. That's how the company got started. It (laughs) is.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I'm excited for Alan Angels, too, because he now becomes I don't want to say a big, big fish in a small pond, but a bigger fish in a, you know, in a bigger lake or something, you know, over here. Uh, And, you know, being a part of AEW has already matured him. He's been doing some work in some places that I watch. Like I watched him in action wrestling, do some work with AC Mack, and he was steps above where he used to be just because he has all this experience now just like you were saying with brian danielson with kenny omega andrade like all these great wrestlers and he can bring what he learned over there to the indie. so not only is he going to be you know having great matches and you know bettering himself he's going to be helping out others with what he's learned in AEW. so if this is a good move all around he'll be back you'll be seeing allen angels this ain't the last time you'll see him in aew sure. I
1: agreed uh let's see a couple more um we got this one. This one is from Life of Deem. He says, happy Saturday, Grapp City fam. I'm hoping that the ending of Blood and Guts leads to an Eddie uh, self-destructing and feuding with uh, Claudio. Mm-hmm. Yep. self Also, after his promo last Eddie night, I can't. self-destruction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, I can't wait for Danielson versus Gresham. Uh, I had a story on that, by the way, about Gresham that uh, I... Um, I don't know. I'm not going to put out there right now Gresham. because nah, that uh, promo was fire though, bro. Yeah, it oh. was fire. It was fire. Oh, but my yeah, I had a story God. about uh, things that happened on Wednesday that. I'm so excited uh, <laughs> that I, I gave to um to Select and uh, so I'm sure when Vegas happenings are over, you'll see it there. It's coming. But yeah, yeah you guys up. know
0: I've been wanting brian danielson versus jonathan gresham for i don't know you can't even count how many years how long everybody's been talking about this every interview that jonathan gresham has ever done you can go back anyone they're going to ask about brian danielson every single one i did an interview with them and i was like hey what about brian Daniels like it never fails this is something that's been talked about for years and years and years, when Jonathan Gresham oh, was killing look, it in look, Ring of match. Honor, everyone was saying, "Yo, Brian Danielson, we need this match. How are we are we ever going to be able to get this match? Will it ever happen?" Brian Danielson leaves. He's in AEW. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, it seems like Jonathan Gresham just shows up on AEW TV. They're just randomly like, "Oh, here's the world champion again. He's out here. Got me super excited." Then he cuts this promo last night, being like. Alright, I'm done with you guys' shit. I'm the fucking man around here. Everybody keeps talking about who's the best technical wrestler. Two guys are like Claudio's talking about it. Brian daniel's is talking about it. Zach Saber Junior Jr.'s talking about it. But nah. I'm the dude out here and I'm about to whoop some ass. Let's go. Hey, I'm so fucking I, excited
3: for I this. I mean, well, I was gonna say something about Zach Saber, but I'm sure we'll get into it with Rebecca yeah. So I'll yeah. say Uh
1: and let's see. Uh one sweet Chris, which I'm hoping is a uh, homage one to one secret, yeah, it's to one sweet day, which, of course, up until Despacito was the longest oh, rating, Spe- uh, longest rating number one hit for like 20 speaking, years.
3: Speaking so? of speaking of one sweet day, um, we friend, get into this, yeah. Our, our friend of the show, mm-hmm. uh, one Andreas, uh, oh no, and the homie kills, were uh, talking about out Versus to them. last night, ba-
0: you know, they're killing it, Bianca Belair and shit, it's lit out there, yeah. The yeah so they, they
3: brought up Versus last night, and uh. And and Kel was like, man, uh, Janet versus Mariah, and I I didn't give my opinion, but I saw them all saying Janet. I said, whoa, 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 y'all picking Janet?
0: Yeah, um, it was like one hundred percent across this. the board. Yeah, everybody was like Janet, Janet, Janet. Like, no way, Mariah has no dog in this fight. And we were just like, "Yo, well, Washington don't like none of this." It's
1: like, "We'll we're gonna see these tweets in the morning." Like, what y'all talking about? (laughs) So, I hadn't seen this yet because I spent my night last night watching uh, Stranger Things. Which, Mm -hmm. by the way, um, look, love you, Stranger Things. One of my favorite shows of the modern era. But the whole point of Stranger Things was to take the concept of a a movie and stretch it out over a season of a TV show, right? But that doesn't work now when you have two and a half hour episodes because at that point you made a a fucking movie. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's a movie. (laughs) So, like, I didn't even get to finish because I'm like feeling exhausted and feeling tired. And I'm like, how much time is left in this episode and it says an hour and a half and i'm like okay hey, I, I, I how, how long
0: is a regular episode
1: regular episodes are like an hour but these last two episodes uh, are like two hours and two and a half hours what? and so i know right like you made movies here which like the old boy the stranger things was it's like oh here's like an 80s type movie but we stretched it out over a season but you didn't yeah. but like this last season now i think we're making movies now each week and <laughs> it's too much but Great, great show. But anyway, so I missed all of that. Never seen it. Look, here's the thing: T number one hits belongs to one person. I told him you. I and I one told person them You were going to cut a promo. One person has that title. <laughs> now that said, twenty number ones belong to the Beatles, right? But right below, Boo. nineteen number ones with Mariah Carey. That's a lot. No of one else. Ones.
0: Wait, how many does Drake have?
1: Uh. How many number ones does Drake have? Uh, let me see. I th- I'm I think, pretty sure I, I just saw I the, the
0: is, thing about it. I think
1: Jay is up there as well. I think Hove has, like... I know he's got mo- uh, number one albums, nah, um, but as far as number one singles. So, and that's the thing about Versus is it's not album for album. It's song for no. song. right. And so that's where no man
3: sometimes the song for song don't work out either actually oh, oh, i'm
0: saying because yeah, they be having something you forgot about and you'd be like oh damn i forgot about this one that's no, a man. tough ass some, matchup some, honestly sometimes
3: somebody come out there and sing your boots off and you lose man. yeah for man. real <laughs> we, saw,
0: we saw ray J. he still ray J. then blamed he then blamed everything he's like yo the floor was crazy um the I floor was crazy my son was in my hand uh, my hat was in my eyes bro what came through
3: yo scene. ray j ray j eating a cup of noodles at the BET awards it's one of the funniest things i've ever seen all right here, here we go so wilding, the way bro. the list reads and
1: i'm sure most people know this oh, list but it is shit. the beatles with the most number one hits they have 20. uh and then the number two it is mariah carey with 19. uh and then number three is elvis with 18. uh Ugh. number four is rihanna with 14.
2: Okay, let's go,
1: Henry. Uh, five is Michael Jackson with thirteen. Damn. Um, and then six is a tie between the Supremes and Madonna. Which then we move on to eight is Whitney Houston with eleven. And then uh, so Drake's
0: not even in the top ten. He must nine have and ten stat.
1: is. Uh, is Janet Jackson tied with Stevie Wonder. So, like, and they both have uh, 10 number one hits. So you're
0: saying number two to number nine. That's all you're saying. You just, you're just you like, these are the stats right here. These like, are the these stats. are
1: the stats. Like, <laughs> Mariah Carey has 19 number one hits. Like, it's not even close. No, like, the the one right behind her is Elvis with 18. He ain't making no more hits. And then right before her... <laughs> Wow, <laughs> and then behind her is Rihanna with fourteen. So like That's Rihanna stands me. a chance if she can come up with, I guess, five more number one hits nah, in her Rihanna's chilling, man. She making, she it. Rihanna's like, yeah, I ain't got. But, but you know, but the amount of people who talk about wanting the Rihanna comeback, like, I feel like she could come up with five number one hits. Like, no, basically. she's gonna like, make she's, another album. Like oh, yeah, she sure. is about the closest yeah. to pulling off five more number one hits. But otherwise, nineteen baby, like.
0: And That's... Rihanna just might not do it because she doesn't want to, not because she can't, just because. Right. No, no, I, think, I think I think yeah, Rihanna true. absolutely could. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so I you
0: Mariah's taking this? Nobody's taking Mariah in this, is what you're
1: saying? I think. I mean, it depends on the 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 audience, of course, because like the audience. You know, I think it,
0: if, if, if it's a married like Mary J. and an audience could get her out of here. I think.
1: Right. I think you know we're talking about audience. We're also talking about performance a little bit. And mm-hmm. like uh, I've always said, and look, biggest Mariah Carey fan on the planet. Uh, MC isn't the greatest uh, Performer um, and that, she has think, antics though. That's think, what we love about it. Uh, yeah, no, I think she <laughs> is an amazing personality. Um, and when I say that, I don't mean like charitably. I just mean she's fucking hilarious. She's the um, best. There's I that think, one
0: clip where she's like super drunk behind a DJ, and she's like, "I'm just trying to give it all
1: that I got," and she's like, "Yeah, so drunk. No, I, I love that." I, like, I watched the, that no, five Mariah, million times. Mariah's fucking hilarious. Uh, but then also she's, she was at the BET Awards too. Yeah, she was, yeah. She got honored with uh with Lotto. Um, mm-hmm. and, but then also she got the Uh, she just got inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. Songwriter, singer, all of that stuff. Greatest voice, history of mankind. That said, stage presence, I don't think Mariah's ever... Uh, been that great on stage? She's not yeah. a dancer, she's basically Mm-mm. got this little shoulder shimmy. That's mm-hmm. it. Um, and uh, and for
0: what she be doing, it's hard to dance when you gotta like have posture and shit and get your throat at a certain angle. And shit. <laughs> yes. like she's not, she's not one of the dancers, but if ones.
1: you've seen that fly like a bird performance, she also would... look. I could talk Mariah Carey all day, I could do it with my own <laughs> podcast about Mariah Carey. I have done one podcast about Mariah Carey. Me and Denise Salcedo last Christmas did top 10 Mariah Carey <laughs> songs back to back, and it was great. Uh, but. <laughs> MC. And you just watch that So I, I gave know, fantasy man. number one by the way um, all, all, of, all of them picked Janet though I was looking for like before mm. mm. One sweet Chris though said uh, First time in a minute Catching the boys live Good to have Will back on the show Also hope Phil had a great birthday uh, One sweet Chris also uh, followed up by saying That one sweet Chris is actually an homage To when the Bucks and the rest of the elite Got the cease and desist From <laughs> WWE for the two sweet Yeah Um Nah, Bucks are legends, bro. Great spot, time, call this baby.
3: Their, their waist, man. Let's Look, go. FDR, FDR is FDR. They're those guys. They're probably the tag team of the year right now. But listen,
0: I don't know, man. I'm about to be fighting with my editor Kevin about this. Go- Goats top, is in the
3: building, buddy. Goats is in the top, building.
0: This top, uh, this top 150 tag teams list we have. It's about to be a fight for real. Is this going to be a harder fight? Are, are, are you, you going to fight with the, the guys the that are holding three titles
3: right now, bro? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yo, the Bucks. Every one of
3: their I, matches the,
0: are bangers. Number one. Come on. <laughs>
1: I mean, and if it's year to year, I don't know. If it's year to year, I think this is FDR's year. Chris says, uh, yeah, was yeah. at Forbidden Door. Awesome show. Uh, in spite of the curse, I now believe in Zack Sabre Jr. The pop for Claudio was fire and someone uh, stopped Sting. He's a madman. Sting man, is I a grandpa, you. ain't he? Dude, I Sting honestly, that fucking Newsweek <laughs> headline. that I, I keep pulling that back up every time Sting does some crazy shit. That headline that said, Sting signs with Ollie wrestling, but don't expect him to do much physical. (laughs) Bro flew,
0: bro, bro flew off that thing, man. He flew.
1: Sting, I said this on Twitter. Sting, my favorite wrestler. All uh, when I was a kid, there was nobody better than me than Sting. I loved Surfer Sting. I was all about. Like that was the reason I was a WCW kid. I think had they not had Sting, I wouldn't have been as into WCW as I was. But I agree. I think they agree. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like Sting was like warrior with great matches it's so yes. like that was 100%. like when people when when all the other kids warrior were like I love it's o- funny <laughs> <laughs> like when like all the other kids were like Ah, oh, I love Ultimate Warrior I'm like nah man Sting Dang. like mm-hmm. Sting also has face paint but he's way mm-hmm. cooler and hey uh, cooler
3: uh, hey I'm gonna say this by the way AW folks that were like oh man that's so cool he teleported from over there to there look I don't want to hear y'all say y'all <laughs> don't want the more spooky stuff bro <laughs> I don't want to hear
2: <laughs> I mean, oh, this look, some
0: Judgment Day shit. Okay, I see it. Hold up. do Are okay. people really saying that, though? Because that's hilarious. No, for of, real.
3: People are like, they don't want Bray because they don't want him doing the spooky stuff.
1: I don't say that. I say that. But also, I'm not under the impression that Look, I don't mind spooky stuff when mm-hmm. at least you can say, like, oh, they're just playing mind games, right? Like, logically, right. you could say, even in the context of the show, that Sting had somebody playing Sting up there, and he's just playing mind games fake with Sting, people. there is that a shit fake sting. Is, Yeah, that shit is fine. But when it's like, there is literally no logical explanation here. It's literally just, nah, we're just bullshitting on television. That's when you lose me. That's when <laughs> no, I'm man, like, look, no, man. you can't do all that uh No nah, man, like I, Matt Hardy teleporting. No explanation for that. Shit sucks. Come on, but at least broken. if you can like find a way to explain it within the context of the show, I'm good with it. I mean, like I didn't magic. even you mind don't Bray Wyatt when when Bray Wyatt was like mind gamey shit, right? Where like Damn. even lights out stuff, I can say like logically in the context of the show, Undertaker handed the lights guy like. 50 bucks to be like hey just fuck with the lights for mm. this guy or for this appearance right but like then lightning strikes that i can't believe right. so like yeah you start playing with it a little too much oh, um man. and that's wow, that's where i'm at with it when it comes to i, I to see him change
3: his name to Wyndham six man and i was like mm, alan leave him nah man you ain't heard we push the six when the fives is out come on bro <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: i i i'm personally good without bray but that's me Band Twinblade says no beef here only chicken. We keep weight. Uh, going back. No, 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 no. We're not. We're not punching a
0: chicken. Chicken chest. Yeah. Up there, bro.
1: Jonathan bro. was happy being <laughs> filled. Did you catch against all odds? I was in center stage Atlanta, and the energy. was Oh, great. they were in
0: ATL too. Now we were talking yeah. about before we came on the pod how it was. We all thought it was weird that they were doing a show on Friday. There was so much wrestling going on last night that it was hard to, to. Uh, to catch it, honestly. I caught a little bit of it, but not enough of it, just because honestly, I thought it was t- today, and I guess they wouldn't do it today because the WWE the show. Money. Yeah, so, okay, that makes sense. It all makes sense now. I've caught up. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to watch I, it, though.
3: <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched Against All Eyes yet, but I'm going to watch it.
0: I watched Trey Miguel and Speedball Mike Bailey, and it was insane as expected. Uh,
1: Well, the thing I noticed was that I had a talk about crowd in Atlanta. Um and I, I feel like I'm breaking up now. But mm-hmm. uh the <laughs> um, how, how I, do you feel like you're breaking up? <laughs> like I can feel, I feel the like internet not working? Right like, yeah, I, I can, can feel my eyes going crazy. I can watch you guys' facial reactions uh is right. what mm-hmm. I noticed. Mm-hmm. Is he there? yeah, oh, yeah. no, he's there so is, is it good now? Yeah, yeah good. Okay, so uh, I feel like the, uh, like I was looking at the turnout, and this was one of the better crowds. I think they drew like 500 people for the show. Nice. I feel like this is one of those instances where I would have called an Audible if I were Impact and shot the show from a different angle. Like, it was still shot. They shot the Yeah, stage.
0: hey, uh, it, it did, that's why when he said <laughs> that,
1: when he said that it was in
0: Atlanta, Atlanta, I was like, oh, yeah, they've been saying all week, all whenever they've been pushing this show for a long time, saying that it's in Atlanta at center stage, and they didn't make it look like center stage. Like, what's the point of saying you're going to be at a place if you're not going to give me those vibes of fucking WCW Saturday night? They just shot the yeah. thing like it's, like, they have one studio, and they just do, and, and that's just not... Uh, visually appealing for a lot of fans i think
1: yeah uh jake says uh well reg they are the greatest of all time just not uh not just best in the world i oh, think
0: jake was talking about ftr but that's reserved for the young bucks jake oh no Bucks
1: books, books are Bucks yeah. are the greatest tech yeah, yeah, come on sorry sorry um, cash who... <laughs> brett that's the homie that we love you that... cash Brett says it was uh, it was again so awesome meeting and talking to Will and Phil along with Denise at Forbidden Door. What a show that was! What was your favorite show. match and or moment? Love what you guys do and much more. Yeah, um, we talked to to Brett in line. Um, Thanks, Brett at uh, at Forbidden Door. It was a great time. Yeah, like pretty much, I spent the whole weekend with uh, Denise, and then met up with Phil on Saturday or on Sunday, and uh, we got to go to Warrior Wrestling, and that was fun. Yeah, yeah talk a, a little host. bit
0: about Warrior Wrestling. How was the show? Uh,
3: you go ahead. Yeah, Warrior Wrestling was fun, man. Um, I, I did think it was funny that we just sat on this podcast and talked about Drake and how I don't like Way Too Sexy. But hearing mm-hmm. Way Too Sexy out, like, that's the thing with Drango Drake. a theme, huh? Yeah, Drake always tricks you because he's like, ah, I don't really care for this. And then you hear it out, and it's like, nah, this is it. I was this saying to it. Phil, I'm like, no, man. Mm-hmm. This
1: is like, if anybody in like mainstream wrestling pick this up as a theme song, it's over. Like that shit mm-hmm. gets so lit in an arena. Like and look, we we're just in the, the building at Malcolm X College, but just hearing it and hearing the 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 few hundred people in that building that uh that were getting hyped to it and I just thought I, I turned to Phil and I'm like, look, if somebody played this in an arena, it'd be you fucking could. lit. Like mm-hmm. are you kidding me? I feel like like right now the thing right uh with um picking up mainstream songs is to songs because going current music is probably really expensive. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, if somebody like actually spent the money on that.
0: And nobody yeah. got no Drake money. Nah, no, no.
3: And, <laughs> and, and it was a good show, man. I, I thought that that match with Gringo Loco and it was, was dope. Um, Lucha things everywhere. Um, just hearing that this took place in Malcolm X College is just hilarious to me. That is super in it's Chicago. It's Malcolm X College, and mm-hmm. it's like literally like right there from United Center. It's like right across the street, basically. Um, mm-hmm. It's just yeah, crazy. I mean, just me thinking about that day and leaving Malcolm X College, and then like the homie said in the chat, we were talking to people in the crowd. I'm like, yo. This is home. Like I'm at yeah, home. Like I'm still God. looking around. Like this no. is home. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. walking around an arena. Like this is this is home. But again, I that's why I'm like back to back, baby. Let the <laughs> confetti rain, buddy. Come on. <laughs>
1: let's, All right, let, let, let's talk about Chicago because uh, Chicago. Him. Chicago was a weekend, and uh, I ha- I did have a lot of fun. Um, so I, I told you get a little pizza bit about-
3: will. <laughs>
1: no <laughs> food wise <laughs> all right let, let's talk about food we got a lot of stories to tell so um the first thing is so i got in like uh I, so you
0: know will don't take will. no regular flights
1: one of the things is uh <laughs> no nah, it was mostly a regular flight but by the time i got mostly. my, re- so uh, i ended up last minute deciding to get a rental car because i was like i started looking at rental car prices and they were like 40 bucks and i'm like yeah, sure. Because uh, I originally uh, I thought I was flying. Quate got that. The, so <laughs> I originally thought I was flying into Midway, In Midway the rental car prices were like ninety, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm not spending that. Um, but then I was like, uh, when I got to my gate and it said flying into O'Hare, and I was like, oh, O'Hare, huh? I'm gonna spend forty bucks just on the number to get from O'Hare to yeah. uh, to yeah. my Airbnb. Let me just look at some rental car prices, and so I started looking at them, and they were forty bucks for the rental car, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm getting a rental car. Uh, because there's no way I can just keep spending that on Ubers. Um, mm-hmm. that's gonna rack up really quick. But the one thing Denise Salcedo didn't tell me is that the Airbnb ain't have no parking. Oh, uh, shit. and so I spent half an hour trying to find once I got to it, trying to find parking. I'm like, Yeesh. like stalking people. I'm like, is this person walking to a car? They walk to a car. They walk mm. to a car. I'm taking the spot. Uh, and they like walk past and just go into their house i'm like fuck man Mm. and like (laughs) as soon as i found like the slightest gap i'm like i can parallel park in this spot i don't like i'm gonna be half an inch away from the the car in front of me but i found a spot and i was good but that took me half a fucking hour to find a spot and so
3: Right. See, you listening to an LA person tell you about how to come downtown to Chicago.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, I would have told
3: you, and I would have told you, there's nowhere to park in on the north side or downtown Chicago. Nobody drives down there, other Mm -hmm. than people that live down there.
0: (laughs) Right. Damn it, California. You can't listen to nobody that drives in California about traffic or parking or anything because we are the absolute worst like what you were just describing like that happens sometimes in the bay area just like you might have to uh wait for 30 minutes to get a spot
1: so yeah yeah. and and that's what i did so like jj uh shout out jj had invited us out to go do something, but i'm like Nah, I just found a parking spot, and I don't know how long <laughs> it's gonna take. Like I'd originally told him, yes, I, I texted him. They forgot like,
0: that Will was a dad. That's a dad that, thing to be like, I found my parking spot, and I'm staying till the to the morning till it's time. Yeah, to go so he
1: else. texted me. He was like, "Hey, we got a table at this place. You want to come?" And I was like, "Yeah, uh, let me just drop off at the Airbnb, and I'll be right there." And then after it took half an hour to find a spot, I was like. Nope, I'm staying in for the night. I was like, mad. I was like, I don't want to Because you're go dad, park. That's a dad thing. Like, I was like, I'm, I'm not going back. Wasted 30
0: minutes. Back. I parallel parked. I'm not getting out of yeah, here. No, with, this is my spot.
3: Because you were at O'Hare. You could have easily just took the blue line from O'Hare to the Airbnb because it's close enough. Oh, no, uh,
1: none of y'all's public transportation. This is why you could ask me.
3: Why you need to ask me. I'm the guy that lives here. I know, um, right? So, uh, but, 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 but that night but, was funny, but too. But think about I,
1: everybody who needed a ride. And I was like, hey hop in
0: right so i i will be I, giving rise to who like look, oh you need to go to another city i got you bro hop in
1: <laughs> <laughs> look i get a rental car most places i go and um and i don't drink right so like right. For everybody else hop in a car with me you know mm-hmm. i will get you where you're going safely and uh we'll have fun wrestling conversations on the way yeah so uh it might get a played a,
0: th- a theme song that's Gonna come out. and Nobody's supposed to hear it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, so it was. uh We have we have good times. And uh, but I'm yeah, so I, sad I, I wasn't
0: I, there, man. It sounds like a yeah. great time already,
1: man. Yeah. No. Warrior Wrestling was fun. Uh, we had just a, a hoot at Warrior Wrestling, mm-hmm. and uh, I got to see Val Val Capone, um, mm. and I hadn't seen her in a while. Uh, we high-fived at Double or Nothing. That was about it. She walked by. I was like, hey, Val. and But I was like already in my seat. So And your crew uh,
0: was doing like a, a, a split show with Warrior Wrestling,
1: too. Yeah, right? uh, yeah. over at Women's Wrestling Army. Uh, so mm-hmm. that was another thing I got to see. Uh, I mean, I see Maria everywhere. It, yeah. Pretty much everywhere sure <laughs> I go. Uh, every city I get to, I'm like, all right, let me make sure I, I make some time uh, mm-hmm. to see my dear friend Maria Kanellis. Uh, we've been friends for 12 years now, uh, which is uh-huh. weird that uh, I can say that. Because mm-hmm. uh I just look up and I'm like, that's fucking twelve years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we man, became bored. friends like right after she got released. And uh now all of a sudden this is like one of my longtime friends go figure. But uh yeah, I got to see Maria and uh got in a little bit of uh trouble with Bobby Cruz because I've been working with Bobby <laughs> Cruz uh with Ring Women's of Wrestling. Honor, baby. Well, that was the thing, was I've been working with Bobby Cruz for Women's Wrestling Army for the you know the last couple of months but I've never actually met Bobby Cruz in person. And mm-hmm. I still didn't this weekend. Oh, and so he was like, how did you miss me again? And he was like, and we were in the same building twice. Because uh, I didn't see him at Forbidden Door either. And I was like shouting at him. I'm like, Bobby, Bobby. Because uh, I was front row at Forbidden Door. And he's in the ring announcing matches. And like as he's walking over, I'm trying to say what's up to Bobby finally. Uh, but Shame I have still man. yet and to he's like, Bobby. I'm
0: working, dude. I can't hear you. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, the ring announcer. Will, leave but me he alone. Came at
1: me, he came at me <laughs> afterward. It was like, I, I So So. (laughs) we're just not gonna say what's up, like what's what's going on. (laughs) But like I've talked to Bobby plenty over, like we've we've had plenty of face to faces over uh, the webcam like this. But as far as meeting, shout out to Bobby Cruz that he talked like that.
0: This is Bobby Cruz. Hello, Will Washington. Nice (laughs) to see.
1: Bobby Cruz has like the deep. Why do you sound like (laughs) Finkel?
0: That was my Bobby Cruz impression.
1: <laughs> Bobby Cruz has like the deepest Boston accent, like of anybody I've ever met. is mm. It's so deep. Uh, it's Boston with uh, with Bobby Cruz over there. Boston, shout uh, <laughs> out! <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I love Bobby Cruz. I, I absolutely uh, love Bobby. Um, yeah, but, it's, look,
3: man women's wrestling army will be back here in chicago by the way this, uh, yeah, go, next weekend, next weekend uh, yeah next weekend on the 8th and the 9th
1: yeah some uh some great stuff happening um, um, uh,
3: hey want to shout out warrior wrestling great show mm-hmm. but y'all did y'all y'all bringing tesla back i don't know, I don't know if we need the tesla she's pulling <laughs> up at warrior that's uh that's the announcement Ooh. she's doing the stadium series um they do they do have a really good dream match that i'm excited for uh kylie ray versus athena is coming up soon
0: that's gonna be that's gonna bang that's gonna be dope but, but yeah they've got
3: tesla coming up soon um nuclear 20, heat funny story uh one of the last warrior wrestling shows i went to i actually interviewed big swole at this show like right before the pandemic um and she wrestled tessa that night uh so Another fun another funny night. Uh they had that big uh it was a women's war of attrition match and it was Tessa and uh I think Britt Baker was also in that match, which is also interesting. It's a very interesting night. Okay, um, do
0: you yeah. guys think that Tessa's gonna be able to weave her way back into this?
3: Into wrestling in general? Into
0: like yeah, into a spot.
3: Yes, uh, because wrestling I because wrestling's whack.
0: That's what I, I'm, rest, like, I'm rest, thinking that she's going to be able to get back in because like...
3: Wrestling will always find a way to bring problematic people back in. And, and right. the problem with problematic people in wrestling is a lot of problematic p- people are really good wrestlers. <laughs> um, so... I, yeah, I don't know, man. I a don't lot, know I mean. yeah.
0: Like, when you look up the list of problematic wrestlers, you're like, well, all these people, are they could work. What is the thing about... Like, it's never, like, a problematic wrestler that's awful. It's like, oh, this guy I, sucks and nobody cares. It's like, know we... Yeah, I
2: mean, so. Gun,
1: gunner's kind of whack, but, you know.
2: <sighs> yeah.
1: Oh, when so. a problematic wrestler is whack, there's nothing better to me. When they, yeah. like... When you contrast them for the wrestling and here. you're like, and this guy, like, sucks. <laughs> and, like, as a person, this is... I
0: think my thing is with Tessa is there's not for people. People need like hard evidence and there's not like a, there's not like something they could hear or there's see. There's not hard evidence? I mean, there is. I'm saying I'm saying for other people. For me, uh, the, the evidence is hard as fuck. But yeah, for first people, person account is, uh, is pretty for, hard. No, <laughs> people don't people don't care about first person accounts, though. The, especially like, if, if it not, comes from a black woman exactly if there's not hard evidence i didn't hear it or see it myself it, it's folklore i don't know it could be anything so that's why i think like there's always going to be a moment where she could just come back because fans don't care and it's like issue you know the issues like whatever yeah I don't it wasn't it. i d- wasn't nowhere to
3: be seen in that wild <laughs> take trailer though i didn't yeah. see her nowhere in that trailer mm-hmm. <laughs> jenny <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, she was like, nah, I think we're out of here. I think the buses are, are, are pulling out our support. For, uh,
0: <laughs> we got to focus on trying to get Kyrie over here. We can't be having too many other problems.
3: <laughs> Yo, if Kyrie goes to the Clippers, that's going to be really funny, man.
0: Kyrie might end up with an LA address. I, I could see
1: it. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, what, what else? Uh, you didn't I- get I-
0: pizza. I'm disappointed.
1: No, so it was what we were gonna talk about. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Phil's gonna give us shit, but look. <laughs> so I got in one place, and uh, I didn't. I don't know how I got grouped in with this Philip, but uh, Denise had ordered taco Bell, <laughs> and Phil was like, because Phil had to just told
0: us that he's never eaten Taco Bell, like in a podcast recently on here. I remember that.
1: Yeah. And so Phil was like, how are you going to come to Chicago and eat Taco Bell? And you tagged me in that too. I didn't eat Taco Bell. I ate Wendy's. No, y'all, <laughs> y'all were trying didn't to go Taco to Taco Bell, Bell
3: that <laughs> night though. Y'all were like, no, let's go to Taco Bell. And I was like, yo, what are y'all doing?
0: <laughs> listen, Denise is from California. We do that. It's late night. We know it's open. Like there we don't have to go to Yelp. We don't have to look around for the city. Nothing. I know I can pull up to Taco Bell and eat some tacos right the fuck
1: now. Yeah, and so that was the thing with Phil was so after Forbidden Door, uh, we're like, look, we're just hungry. We just need to find something. And yeah, we were like, look it's like two o'clock in the morning because media scrum didn't get out till like one and so we're like look it's like two o'clock in the morning let's just find something to eat and so yeah we're like let's just find a taco bell phil's like no nah, we're not eating taco bell and... <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> i was rolling at and, first and, uh... so i was like y'all can get that <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh and like Red said, it's the one thing we know would be open it's that It's open, later. I know it's open. <laughs> but it, but here's the thing. It wasn't. We got oh, there. Damn it. And, and it was like they closed it one. Even oh. though Google said two. Uh, and and so and it was like one forty eight. So we're like, well, we'll make it. We could walk in and grab a couple of Taco Supremes or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um and or Crunch Wrap or something, and we'll be mm-hmm. good. And and Philip is just over here just laughing and he's like, <laughs> We're not getting Taco Bell. But you know what though? We found a dope Mexican joint that was open twenty four seven. Um and also
0: being from California, that's also that's also Come the on, thing bro. that kinda of throws me off. Like, you could find a taqueria also if
1: you'd look. Yeah. uh, But in
0: Chicago, I wouldn't expect that,
1: honestly. I wouldn't have expected it
3: either. Again, if you you would have asked me, I would have told you, there's always going to be some Mexican place somewhere in a city open at that time of the night. Mm. Look, okay,
1: here's the thing. I am originally from California, specifically Southern California. Specifically, all I knew was Mexicans and Mexican food all around. Yep. Now I'm in Colorado, which is still two states away from mexico right mm-hmm. like literally north of new mexico so pretty much it's the you just went just a little bit more north we got a lot of mexican here right but chicago always throws me off because again it's over there right <laughs> it's a, it's Same it's with Michigan, big... right? where people are like uh yeah we're getting some mexican and i'm in detroit and i'm like but y'all are so far from mexico i don't trust the, the mexican as far Who's making but- it Right,
3: nah, man, you, you got you got my city fucked up, bro. You, <laughs> yeah, I obviously you, do. You, you, <laughs> you come on. There, there's a huge there's a huge Mexican population here. Like, I, I you know not that. remember like how how loud the city got for Lucha Bros? Because like there's a huge Mexican population. Uh, yeah, like, hey, yeah here. shout out to I, I my know,
0: Latino homies.
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: I, I know sure that on. now. And yeah, so we found a Mexican joint that was open at two o'clock in the morning. That's honestly um, like
0: a, I thought about leaving California. Rarely, a couple times, and on the list is like, are they going to have good Mexican food? Like, you can't just go anywhere and be eating Mexican food. <laughs> California got it everywhere. I can go to any spot yeah, and find yeah. it. You can't just be leaving. I, that's part of the reason that I'm just like California forever, baby. I need me a burrito that's made by a Mexican, not a white person. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: but i uh, no, you can go several great. There are several great. Hole in the wall Mexican places here, and that that's what this was. Like literally,
1: opened. we had to like cross over this like ditch made of gravel to even get to it. Love it, uh, and it was uh, it was great. The food was great. Uh, definitely hit the spot at 2 o'clock in the morning. It was the right call. So it had, thank it you had the <laughs> Chicago
3: ambiance. There
1: were, This um... fucking
0: late night scrum shit is crazy, though. Getting out of a place at 2 a.m. after you've already done like eight hours worth of sitting and working and all kind of shit is crazy, so, man. So,
3: so how this happened of me tagging them, though, is because I actually went out and got tacos on my birthday. And I was like, no, let me show you how we do this here. We don't, we don't. <laughs> Taco Bell. Show we you know. how to do that there. <laughs> so, uh, um, then Cap came through, friend of the show, Captain mm-hmm. Sean Dean, and mm-hmm. was like, Yo, y'all really came here and ate uh Taco Bell? And I was like, Yo, I told you, Captain them. Flame Jaw, too. Damn, <laughs> I told the
0: captain <laughs> on
1: y'all.
0: No. Damn. I'm not mad, Will. I would have tried to do the same thing, man. Taco like but, two I'm o'clock in the you, morning, always.
1: Two o'clock in the morning after a media scrum, I'm like, I just want food that I know is open. It's hot.
0: Yeah, give me some yeah. hot food. I'm going to eat it. I don't care where it's from.
1: Yeah. Uh, duh, okay, so I had also one of the cutest stories Uh. at, the, I, I told a little bit of this, but I said I was going to tell the rest of it on Gravity this week. So um, uh, if you watch the After Dynamite, you may have heard this story already, but I haven't told these two yet. So at uh, Forbidden Door, I'm sitting next to uh, the security guard who worked for uh, United Center. And uh, it was an older black man who had no idea what he was at. And <laughs> so he's asking me all these questions. And they were just, just the best. I had so much fun sitting next to this guy. So first thing he says is, uh, he's like, why do they keep saying Japan? What's the Japan thing all about? Mm-hmm. um and like it so but like he like kind of tugs me that was the first thing he asked he's like excuse me young brother i need to ask you what's all the japan <laughs> he's like <laughs> what's all the japan stuff about and uh I, so i explained to him what the show was right and he goes okay how many of these have there been and i was like sir you're at the one uh, and he's like
0: this <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> the first ever man <laughs> he's like wait
1: what do you mean the one he's like this ain't like a tour or something i was like <laughs> Because he's probably used to like working concerts where people like yeah. go around playing the hits, tours mm-hmm. and I'm like not nah, one event. This, is, uh, this one, and uh, he's like, oh, okay. Uh, he's like, how many people are gonna be here? Because I got it. We got it early. Uh, we bypassed the line. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, how many people what? are gonna be here? And I said, oh, this place is like gonna be sold out. Uh, it's is gonna be full. And he's like, oh. Ooh, oh, okay. So he start like, of course, So he's got to face the crowd. He can't face the ring. And Christ. so he's got his back to the ring the whole time. And so he's, like, pulling up his phone and, like, got his selfie camera, like, trying to look over his shoulder to see what he's <laughs> missing. Crowd's going nuts, seeing people <laughs> screaming, and he's just, like, what am I missing here? Like, and,
0: what is this?
1: And, like, I had to prepare for Moxley's entrance because uh, I'm like, okay, so, because he's like, why is everybody standing up? What's going on here? And uh, I said, so, like, the most, one of the most popular dudes, he's uh, he's going to come right through this area where you. uh because he saw that the AEW security came and, like, unlocked the gate so that Moxley, and uh, he's like, "What's what's about to happen?" I'm like, so really, pops about to make his way through the crowd, and like he's like one of the stars, and he's like, "Oh, I should get a picture with him." He's like trying to like maneuver to get a picture, but he gets over his shoulder. <laughs> you
0: about to get this old uh, man fired? He was doing all kind of shit. He's supposed to be
1: surveying <laughs> the
0: crowd only, Grandpa.
1: <laughs> no, nah, he was actually. The, so I'm the tra- two tra- dudes tra- who got kicked out. The, the two doubt he the uh the uh that's how i uh that. All right, you're cutting out again about. a what lot. Well.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> I don't know what's going on. They are an Xbox live upstairs or something. I don't They're know. They're running Xbox live upstairs. <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> the
1: homie is like, "Ah, he left." Oh, he's back. Yeah, I'm oh, back. There he is. I'm like okay, so yeah. annoyed. Um, no, nah, but uh <laughs> so uh i I would say like so when the pop happened for okada he was like who who is this who who is this guy and i'm like Mm -hmm. uh like he's like biggest star in japan and he's like oh okay like the rock and i'm like yeah like the rock (laughs) Uh, i I was like yeah like the rock (laughs) like the rock (laughs) (laughs) like rocky
0: johnson who's out here in these streets like him
1: yeah uh you know it's funny ronan mike clips in the chat says uh hardwire your pc Shit is hardwired. I don't know what's <laughs> been going on with my internet the last couple of nights. Ethernet cable right here. You look at my bottom right connection. It's literally hardwired. I don't hard know what the hell's going on. Hardwired nah, and hard body, they, baby. Xfinity is in, like maintenance in my neighborhood like a week ago, and it's been awful since. It's bad. Uh, and so I don't know what's been going on, but.
0: I saw, speaking of you being down there, I saw they tried to put you on that summer jam screen with the little Judas. As soon as Judas hit, there's like, where's Will Washington at? Find him. Let's see him. Put the camera right in his grill. They tried to put you on the summer jam screen, but you did not falter, Will Washington. I'm proud of you, brother. I'm proud of you (laughs) sticking to the guns. You know what's funny
3: about when I saw that though? And and I, I you know um so when I talked to you later when I saw you again and we and, and you were talking about it I lo- I was looking at the tweets, so I was like, hey, guess where I was when Judas was uh was playing. <laughs> out in, out in the lobby getting food. <laughs> <laughs> That's your thing. You've done this before.
1: No, I I it came up and I'm like they
0: tried to put my Mm-mm. boy on the summer jam
1: screen.
0: <laughs> tried to get but him. National nope.
1: pay-per-view. I don't. Uh, <laughs> nah. nah. I, I'll say this, though. I Because I, remember that argument last year about uh, entrances, and, mm-hmm. and Ham had started that argument over whether or not Judas as an entrance is more over than Shinsuke's entrance. And mm-hmm. he was like, nah, Shinsuke's the most over entrance of all time. Disagree. Yeah, wow. I've been in a lot of crowds. Hard to Judas, disagree. Judas. Is, without question, the most over-entrance theme song, I think, in the history of theme songs. I think mm. the fact that there's history. no... History. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. History. Look, the fact that there are no, essentially, like, repeating lyrics in the song, but fans can sing the whole fucking thing, like, that... Name another to place that's happened before, where fans will sing every lyric of the song, and you have a whole arena doing it. That hasn't happened before. And- I mean, I...
3: I do agree; it's more over than the Shinsuke theme, but in history, I don't think it's more over than the Austin theme. I think, yeah, the I don't Austin think it's like
1: there's Austin, no lyrics to that. Like that's the if thing. Austin, Austin had lyrics; it didn't need, need it. The glass yeah. pot. The he glass had lyrics at one point, and what? And people wasn't going. <laughs> the, the up, were trash, to The lyrics are trash too. One, <laughs> they they would.
3: Really know, don't believe in money They but
1: right. any, that will. Like people weren't doing that. in the It's If They listened
0: to that song for three years straight. They would. No, they would. You see, I don't.
3: I don't think people need to sing the Austin theme for it to be over i feel like right. the austin theme is the austin theme it's one of the yeah. most recognizable wrestling themes ever
1: sure even, i just like, mean as, american, as a you know i don't know i just mean but again crowds was go when it comes crashing down <laughs> and it, like people were doing that no chance in yeah, hell i think it's
2: about
3: <laughs> <laughs> listen if i'm in an arena and they start singing i'm a real american i'm leaving
2: <laughs> 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 i am going home bro (laughs) at this point seriously
0: if it's in the first match like all right nice knowing y'all i'm out of here bro i'm not sticking around for this
1: (laughs) like no chance in hell i think is probably up there i would think no chance in hell is up there as like one of the most over themed songs like ever in terms of like people sing that shit look i don't like jericho and i don't like vince but like i recognize when things are over and like people will sing no chance in hell. People do that shit. When yeah, I say over when I say over theme song, what I mean is like people have the willingness to go learn the lyrics and yeah. then be singing it that shit on camera. People be with listening to that shit heart. not at
0: the stadium. Yeah.
1: Man. And like of course Austin is like one of the most over wrestlers ever. Like and the glass shattering is an over thing. But I just mean as a song that people are obviously listening to outside of the show in order to learn the lyrics. It's Jericho. Like I don't think it's close. Jake Salazar says, "Just make sure Reg doesn't get my money with that from me uh, Talking about <laughs> the Bucks again. The uh, Bucks are
0: the greatest of all time, bro. There wouldn't we wouldn't have we wouldn't be talking about this show without the fucking Young Bucks. We're AW shills, on, and super, they created the fucking show.
1: Hey, Kennedy Moore. This is a, <laughs> uh, a great shout. He says, hey, guys, first time super chat. Got to go to my first ever wrestling oh, show last Wednesday shit. for Blood nice. and Guts, Dark Elevation, and Rampage. Hot. Best night of my life.
0: Ooh, what a night to go, right? Holy shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> great um, show of a lineup. Uh, yeah, I got a, a text a- from thanks. from my, my wife's cousin who was like, hey, don't you got the hookup on tickets? Don't you got the hookup on tickets? I was like, I'm trying to go. And I'm like, (sighs) Mm -hmm. either way, my my wife's cousin ended up going. But um, the – and they had a great time too. Awesome. Um, So that was cool.
0: Detroit. Oh, yeah, because Detroit. That's
1: right. Yeah, my wife's from Detroit. So um, got to go and – uh, I mentioned I've been to Little Caesars Arena one time, and it was for Disney on Ice, uh, so <laughs> I don't, I don't know Little Caesars Arena like that. But it is a nice arena. Like the one time I was there, it is a very nice arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, we got Brent Lockman says Happy Grapsody uh, Day. Ah, I like that, ah, like uh, gentleman. Anything more badass than Brody choking Darby out, dropping him, and then his <laughs> own band starts playing through the PA? I yes. know that was really good. Cool.
0: California baby, this. Brody King, we out here. I'm I'll, anytime my California boys get to get a shine, I love it. I love Brody King winning this match because I think he's a, a viable contender. Uh, people see him and they're like, badass, gonna be great. John Moxley always works well with guys like this too, so mm. it's a great thing that that. Finish was awesome. He choked down Darby, hung him over the thing, and dropped him. Beautiful. I loved it. Really great finish. Uh, I really like the Royal Rampage,
1: by the way. That really was fun. Yeah, yeah,
0: that was fun.
1: Yeah, I'm going to talk about that in a minute. I have that as one of the topics. Dream Ninja mm-hmm. says, quick shout out to the FTR watching Rhapsody piece. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, honestly, like I said, it threw me off. Uh, I had my question prepared. I was about to ask about the music. <laughs> and uh, I, I'd like it. So I... I one of the things when I go to media scrums is that uh, I will, you know, that they they told us like, I think two scrums ago that we want, they wanted us to start introducing ourselves and yep. stating our platform. So that's where <laughs> that comes from. Cause people are like, why do you guys do that when we didn't do that before? It's kind of a recent thing. They asked us to do it. And so um, if Sean's there and he's been there most of the times, I won't say I'm representing Fightful, uh, I'm usually representing Grapsity. That's usually what I'll say. But Sean, uh, I've been going in place of Sean the last two shows, and so I say Will Washington Fightful. And so that's what I said this time uh, when I introduced myself. And then yeah, Cash just chimes in. He's like Grapsity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like,
0: Cash, like, hey yeah. bro, the brand, yeah. the brand is strong, uh, yeah, exactly. baby. And
3: if yeah. you could see it, because it was like Will was sitting in the front row, and he asked this, and I was behind him, like, catacord Tim, standing next, sitting next to the aisle. And so when this happened, I was like, wait, what? what?
2: <laughs> and so, <laughs>
3: and like, it was almost like when you watch anime, when somebody's shocked by something, they, like, fall over. Like, that's almost what it looked like. I was like, yo, what?
1: <laughs> yeah. That was cool. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh. That little Shout eight seconds
0: view, that eight second video went viral. There's like fifty thousand views. I'm like, why do you guys like this so much? You Tony, guys like Grapsy? like watch us, baby? Yeah. What's up? We
3: Tony's face during this exchange.
1: Is oh, still hilarious so good. To me. Oh,
0: that was yeah. the best part. I think. Yeah. <laughs> he just like. Yeah,
1: yeah it was, it was, good. It was great stuff. Uh, it, it threw me off though, because I'm like, what the hell is my question? Because I didn't write Seriously? it down. I had Bro, it like what? mentally prepared, and I'm like, I don't remember what I was supposed to ask. Theme music theme music get back on theme music. and i love
0: how our supporters are just like there's a couple people that have been like yeah everybody in AEW watches your show i'm like how do you know that
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey we got some uh good interviews coming up next week by the way so, oh yeah uh, we do hey, a yeah um yeah, yeah but, by the way
3: i want to again back to back back to back script scrum for your
1: boys <laughs> no,
3: baby. Here,
2: man. and
1: have, every
0: yeah. time there's a scrum who like who is about it, you know. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, <laughs> I'm
1: <saying. laughs> uh, y'all see. got to talk
0: to Okada. I'm jealous. I would have. I wish Damn. I could have been in that I, scrum because don't you know was what, there, bro.
1: I, I fucking okay. Your man's a fucking chicken here because I have to tell you <laughs> that. Uh, so, what was the order of, um, of questions? Right. So I know it was Moxley, and then who came after Moxley? Hell, I don't remember. No, Moxley wasn't first, right? Moxley <laughs> yeah, wasn't was first. Yeah, I was about
3: to say, point. Moxley wasn't first. So, no. Um, Jay
1: White was first. Jay White was first. Okay, so this mm-hmm. is what happened. So I had my question prepared for Tony. The question I ended up a- asking at the end. That was the question I was going to ask, right? So I raised my hand, and they were like, okay, Will, you're next. And then Jay White walks in, and I'm like, and so they had the mic prepared to hand to me. Oh, shit. And Jay White walks in, and I'm like, okay, I have seen Jay White in these press scrums. Jay White is the absolute best at it, but he rips people apart. I don't have the question prepared for that. And so they like hand them to me and I'm like, no, don't give it a
0: shit. <laughs> no, I don't want this.
1: Because like, I was already, because they had already picked me to ask the next question for Tony. And then Jay White walked in and Jay White's like, you know, going crazy about his belt, not having a, um, a thing. Cause man. his belt fell over and he's like cutting a promo on everybody about the belts and he's just pissed off. And I'm like, I'm gonna ask Jay White a question right now. Yeah, I don't like I'm I'll, not prepared for this. I was prepared <laughs> more for like uh, I was more prepared for the out of character kind of stuff. Yeah, no, but Jay White like,
0: comes in fly, no, firing off all, all second, cylinders, yeah, bro. Jay
1: White yeah, yeah no. Jay White comes in firing and so they're like, All right, who's first? And they go to hand me the mic and I'm like Nah,
3: (laughs) I I almost turned into Gato at one point when dude asking that question about being the best leader. I started to ask for the mic like, yo, he's the best leader of Bullet Club. What are you talking
2: about? (laughs) Yeah, no, I
1: wasn't. Like I said, I'm I'm more prepared for the out of character kind of stuff. I had questions, and I had a question that's, for Thunderous, but they didn't get to me. That's um, actually but,
0: super funny that you say that because like New Japan, they they are the kings of media scrums. Like they, they do it after every show. Like that's yeah, and, and, and thing, Jay, you know? White
1: is, uh, Jay White is Jay White. knows he, up know, up he and, knows and, and, what
0: this is about to be. And about. I know Jay
1: White well <laughs> enough to know I'm not the guy for this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when they handed me the mic, uh, shout out John Schneider going to hand me the mic. I went. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know back. if you
3: guys noticed this, but this is how great John Moxley is. Um, after the media scrums at most uh, New Japan shows, they have like the beer or the shima up there. And of course, you know, John Moxley is a recovering alcoholic. So he brought a case of like that sports drink. I don't know mm. if everybody else noticed that reference, but I noticed it right away. I was like, Moxley's the man. Like he's he just—I so cool.
1: reference, but I knew that was non-alcoholic beer, but I didn't realize why that was. But that's—but so yeah, cool. most
3: most times champions win at New Japan. They come in and they have the beer set up for them at the media scrum, and he brought his own non-alcoholic drink. I was like, I love it. Mox is Mox is that dude? He's doing a—he's doing a post New Japan AEW show, and so I was like, come on, man, the best. Uh, now I had a question for Okada. I didn't get a chance to ask it, but. Mm-hmm. Watching him in that scrum, I was like, "This is why Okada's he's the guy." The guy. He's yeah. like suited up. He's mm-hmm. like, he looks like the guy. He looks like yep. every bit of the guy you want representing your your company, even
0: without a belt. Yep, he just has that aura. Yes. <laughs> uh,
1: and man, all the ladies around, by the way, uh, and I was surrounded by about. About wow, six in my vicinity, right. <laughs> Speaking of anybody who was like, "Oh, Forbidden Door is a, a, a sausage fest." Um, that, a... at least for where from where I sat, uh, I literally had multiple nearby me. Lost my hearing for a second at the screams for Okada. It was <laughs> that <laughs> loud. <laughs> I like when that coin drop hit and he hit the stage. The screaming was yeah. so loud. No, Akata out here. He's yeah. the man.
0: Yeah.
3: He, he doesn't need a belt to be over. I saw people not. saying it was a mistake to put the, the
1: title on Jay White, which is kind of sacrilege. Bro could never
0: dead. be IWGP champion again, and he's set for life.
1: I'll say this. I don't think it was a mistake to put it on Jay White as a whole, but I think it would have meant more if Okada had walked in as champ uh, to Forbidden Door than I Jay White. I think so too,
2: yeah. Yeah.
3: I agree. I I don't think that it would have because of the story coming into it because of Jay White uh basically taking shots at Kenny Omega for months and mm-hmm. basically interrupting and taking over the announcement for Forbidden Door. That was the, that was the story. He was going to come in and spoil this thing. He's, He's the a guy. spoiler. I I know. <laughs> I just feel like for
1: the for the fans for what New Japan is for who we wanted to see from New Japan, I still think that um, it would have meant more, but I get for the story that Jay yeah. White walking in made sense. But for well, the story, like... this
0: make Jay White makes more sense. But kind of for the moment, Okada could have been a big. Yeah, thing Okada yeah. would have felt I,
1: more like the guy with yeah. the belt. Right. Like I, I feel like had things turned out in like a perfect scenario, would have been Okada holding one belt and Punk, Punk holding the other, yeah. and then we didn't really get that. Uh, Maybe,
3: but I guess I just feel like. Uh, the bragging rights of when Kenny comes back of Jay White going like, no, this is me. I was IWGP champion. And I was a man. You weren't even your, here. You're a million dollar <laughs> gate show. And the first show was New Japan and you were not here. I am yeah. the guy. I am the catalyst. Right. So, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, Nathan says, you're in Chicago. There are 9,000 Mexican joints Talked open until three in the morning. I didn't know that. Yo, I'm about to get some Mexican food in Chicago. What's up? Look, my trips to Chicago have been Hoffman Estates, which ain't Chicago, and don't have Mexican open at uh, three o'clock in the morning. But being finally at the the United Center, which, by the way, like I just felt like I was in a historic place. It feels like man, I've been here a million times. And, <laughs> like, don't understand why I'm geeking out over here. I'm like, this that Jordan, Jordan played here. in here. Jordan that, was up that, in here. That, that's not why I said that. I said <laughs> I've been
3: here a thousand times because this is home. But listen again punk coming out and looking around at like the banners and like this is home six rings um chicago blackhawks this is home and so watching that stuff like i'm legitimately tearing up because look this is this is home like we're it's outside home. bro like mm-hmm. i don't i don't live in hoffman estates i don't let's live in go, rosemont i live go. on the south side, south side of chicago <laughs> mm, where That's all
0: great. the best rappers come from let's go baby <laughs> Hey, Chance the Rapper is fucking killing it right now, too. Chance came uh, out with crazy? a
3: dope record with Joey, yeah. man. Lupe dropped a banger of an album yeah. this, this week. Nah, look, Chicago. we're winning, bro. Back to yeah. back.
1: You know yeah. what, though? I, I While driving through Chicago on my way, that was the thing getting me through finding that parking spot was I was listening to Lupe the whole way. Um, and I forgot. I actually had a little story. He paints for... a
0: great picture of Chicago, that's for sure. He
1: does, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know what, though? As much as, like, People kind of harp on lasers for being a more commercial type album. I'll say this. uh, It came out at the right time for me because it came out right around the time my daughter was born. And Mm -hmm. so um, the song coming up specifically, like, really kind of helped guide me into, like, the dad I wanted to be. There's a lot of lines in that song that really resonated with me. Um, uh, And... I don't know. Just It came on while I was driving, and it had been a long time since I'd heard it. And it was just a reminder of how much that album was, like, right place, right time for me when mm-hmm. it came
3: yeah, bad, um, I one. could be I could be biased, but I don't think that Lupe has a bad album. I don't think Lupe. I don't think Lasers is a bad album. It is one of his. It's weakest just not.
0: Album. It's just what people weren't expecting from Lupe. That's all. Yeah, it is. yeah. it's
3: one of his weakest albums, but it's yeah. not a bad album. And Mm-mm. I mean, it has words I've never said on there, which is one of his best records. So
0: my, one of my list. favorite. Uh, uh, it's a B side of Lasers, but it's I'm Beaming. That's like legit one of my top five Lupe. Why song, is I that, song, that song, not song not on the album? I don't know why it's, why it's not like... Track, yeah,
3: yeah, it Damon is. Like, is absolutely one of his best records as well. I love it. Amazing. Yeah.
1: Um, I had a super chat that scrolled off the screen, and I feel really bad about it because it was from Cole, and uh, and I love Cole, and... Cole. Cole
3: was agreeing with me about hating Dwayne Wade, by the
1: way. Oh. <laughs> There's oh, that. What D-Wade did to yeah. y'all, man. Come on, Cole, Damn, baby. Um, <laughs> RH says, you can count on high standards from Phil with his writing takes, and late night food choices. I mean, also, grab City is the best pod going today. I Thank mean, you. double,
0: I mean, double, I mean. We out here, baby.
1: Yeah. Phil yeah. is definitely
0: out here. He streets. He He's celebrating. He's still celebrating your birthday, right? It's lit still. Yeah. Jake back said,
1: back. Reg, I ain't never heard nobody <laughs> sing along to no Disturbed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you never been to a Disturbed show, Jake. <laughs> i get down the with the time. sickness come on man i'll get down with <laughs> i I it's
3: am terrible. gonna disagree with you dean because i see you saying food and liquor 2 is a weaker album i don't agree food and liquor 2 has uh put em up on it which is
1: fire it has
3: mm. form uh, follows it, function on it which is also long. fire
1: it's all like that song is fucking great i just
0: don't like when people be doing these long-ass projects and and that was one of them um
1: uh, Jake also says, "I'm a real American, fight for the rights." Oh, Very yeah. bad. Oh, uh, come on, Phil, finish it off. <laughs> I am. I am
3: absolutely not finishing. Absolutely. Off. Not finishing <laughs> it. No, 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 no. I love no, no, it. No,
1: no, no. Uh, and he says, uh, "Reg, he says, I ain't hear no young bucks drop Grapsity by name, but all right, Reg." Uh Ben hey, uh, "Okay, you got me this time, Jay." Gravity Cash Wheeler <laughs> approved, um, and he says it showed who knew Japan uh, or who was in JPW when Jay White went off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, nah. So, Fabulous, man, so talking about the show itself, really quick. Last thing, yeah. um, my match of the night. And I said this, I told people this, and I was like, I'm not being ironic when I say that the match I'm most looking forward to is Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy. That is the match I was most excited about, and -hmm. they didn't let me down. Uh, I had a blast with that match uh, from start to finish. I appreciated that Orange Cassidy came into it, and ham, and uh, I don't know, there was... There was nothing, the the story of the match, but Orange Cassidy still incorporated all of his shtick into the story, uh, but it's a ton of, it had all the action you could want, it had all of the uh, the story you could want. I was about in the chat, uh, 4.5 by Meltzer, whatever, it's a 5 for me.
0: It's numbers. Yeah. No, this match was wow. amazing. Uh Will Ospreay. I mean Will Osprey was gonna be there, so there wasn't one second that I doubted this wasn't gonna bang because he can do it with anybody. Um, yeah, I just I exactly what you said. I love how Orange Cassidy still brought His little kicks and everything, which incorporated even more into the spots. Uh, The kawada kick spot was amazing. That was amazing. Crazy when they realized what was happening. So, yeah, I think these two work together really well. Orange Cassidy's been working this, he used to work this style a lot. I hate, I saw someone do an interview. Somebody, one of the wrestlers did an interview talking about Orange. Oh, was Matt Hardy. He's talking about Orange. He was like, oh, Orange Cassidy doesn't have to do anything. Something he was saying, like, it was discrediting. He was trying to credit Orange Cassidy while discrediting him because, like, Orange Cassidy's shtick is, like, he's still working. He's still wrestling. He's still, it's not like, oh, he's lazy. That means he's lazy. No, being, like, he has to work to be lazy in a wrestling match and re- like to make his shit work. Like he doesn't get enough credit for the things that he does. And right here, it was on display. This was amazing, man. Will Osprey is quite possibly to a lot of people, the wrestler of the year, every match that he has bangs. Uh, he had, he did this, he did the shit with Moxley. He's done this, some shit in West coast pro with Titus Alexander. He's done some shit uh, with Nick Wayne and GCW. Like this guy is incredible. I wasn't surprised that he did this with Orange Cassidy. And I agree, too. My match of the night, this was tremendous.
3: <laughs> Bang no, tremendous. I, I knew they were going to kill it. I, I When uh, when it was announced and people were like, oh, this match, I was like, are you guys kidding me? This match is going to be very good. Mm-hmm. And so it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. And actually, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, um, honestly. it. Yeah, I think it was absolutely the best match on a card. Um, yeah, I... I
0: Buddy, On a card we- full of fire, you know? You On know a what maybe tear up a little bit, by yeah. the
1: way? Um, because, again, uh, taking a little bit of a dig at, at, at people who, who talk about WWE guys. Mm-hmm. When, uh, during the media scrum, when Claudio's uh, taking questions, and Claudio says, uh, I, this feels like home already. And right. he said because I got backstage and he was mentioning all these people that he already knew. He was like, I saw Orange Cassidy. Um and guys, if you weren't aware, these two go way back. Uh, Super go way back to Chikara, right? Mm-hmm. So like Bryce uh, Rensberg, you tell me. Bryce Rimsburg, like him and mm-hmm. Bryce Rimsburg are tight. Like yep. I, I took, I took the picture. I tagged the two of them, and then Bryce, you stole my picture and didn't credit me for it. <laughs> but, <laughs> you just lifted it right off my Twitter, Bryce Rimsburg, yeah, and it, it didn't. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, you, Bryce Rimsburg uh, mm-hmm. knows. Claudio quite well. Like Claudio, he mentioned that he walked into this locker room. Chuck Taylor,
0: all the people from Chikara, like he has history with a bunch of wrestlers. And not just from WWE, like from before WWE.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. People who have never worked (laughs) in WWE. Claudio, Mm -hmm. he said it felt like homie, that it felt like a reunion almost. Essentially walking into this locker room and seeing all these people that he's known from pretty much all walks of his career. And Mm -hmm. he said it was a no-brainer for him because... He knew all these people. And like I almost teared up a little bit, though, when he said that, because he's like, it it just made sense. I fit here. I knew. Um, that was anyway.
0: legit. No brainer is a great way to describe that, because it was like Claudio's like when he got right, released and, from over hold- there, he didn't do it. Like, you know, what's up?
1: Am I throwing unnecessary shade at Bryce Remsburg? Because I'm being told Bryce didn't thank me for it. Um, Why are you doing Bryce like that, man? Shame on you,
3: man. This this whole episode is people trying to get you to calm down and not
1: take shots at people. Shame on you.
2: (laughs) Why are you doing Bryce? All let's see. Let's let's see. Because
1: I. All right. If he did, my bad. Either way, I was joking anyway. Yeah. Definitely. Of course. Uh. Oh uh, yeah, but shit, yeah.
0: Claudio he showed up. That yeah, he did. Lit. Okay, I
1: I, I missed that. You're right. You're you're absolutely yeah. right. I I did a search for William RBR uh, in uh, Bryce Rimsberg's Twitter, and he he really did. So thank you, Nick, for pointing. Uh, and Bryce
0: says that uh, that 50 Cent uh, video. He's like, "Fuck me." What?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, go. Why you say "fuck me"? <laughs>
1: what I did. Um, <laughs> so okay, all right, all right. Bryce gave me credit. So thank you, Bryce. Thank you, Bryce. Um. um but either way the uh, uh great show the, but yeah, yeah look all got
3: all got to put some respect on orange's name man he gets he gets mm-hmm. some of the loudest pops at at, at uh, shows he's one of the most over baby faces in the company nah man yeah right. everybody that tries to make their orange Cassidy jokes either they don't watch the show or they just they just hate the product right. and i'm how... like it
0: it is what it is how about friend of the show cousin of the show in this pre-show match how amazing was this fucking swerve in their glory pre how swerve was like on
3: was in his bag,
0: man oh my god he was like let me show y'all niggas how it is done and this was how it was done right here Swerve was in his bag for sure i feel Mm. like he had
3: one of the best performances of the night i really like that tag match yeah um i i kind of want to see him fight despy one-on-one at this point
0: definitely definitely they have some great chemistry together
1: and uh, Swerve's gonna be uh, him and Keith this Wednesday facing uh, Butcher, uh, Butcher and, and the Blade, yep. which is a perfect matchup, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, when you think about the the just the size comparison. Like if there was, I guess, an AEW white counterport mm-hmm. counterpart to uh, the Swerve for our glorious Butcher yeah. and the Blade, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's actually perfect putting those two up against each other. Uh, so that should be good. As f- like, I, I get excited for this stuff because, um, granted, while I've specifically said I don't want to know, like, results and things like that. Like, um, I, I've told Swerve before plenty of times, don't don't tell mm-hmm. me. Uh, uh, you know, I'll be like, I'll, I'll message him like, hey, I got a good feeling about tonight. Mm-hmm. And, but otherwise, don't tell me about victories. Don't tell me about none of that stuff. But uh, I have some... Kind of inklings as to where things are heading with Swerve and Keith Lee, and like I'm excited about it. Uh, so, if, if
3: if you read my predictions on Ble- on on uh, Bleacher Report for the All Out card, I believe that those guys will be wrestling each other at that show.
0: Mm-hmm. Just a hunch. <laughs> Let's go, baby! That's gonna be fire. I, so,
3: yeah. I also predicted because I was like, I think the, the women's match will be Rosa versus Sheeta, and Sheeta's back. So I was like, she Come back. on, man, book the, But she got match. to go. She's got she to go back, back for
1: uh, for Summer Sun Princess like next week, which so, looks like an amazing show. That's um, turning out to be an amazing show, and uh, look, man, but also Thunder Rosa's on that card too. So like, yeah. Yeah, uh, look. Just uh, shoot be back. And Willow yeah. Nightingale's on that card too. Yeah,
3: so. looks looks amazing. If you guys uh-huh. want to watch it, of course you can watch it on Wrestling Universe. If you're not a Tokyo Joshi Pro fan, Wrestling
1: Universe is such a great deal. It um, is,
3: and and it's and you get a free trial. So if you wait until the day of the show, you could technically watch it for free. Um, to you get them free trials, baby, you can't, you can't beat but that. But you get
1: so much content with Wrestling Universe. They ain't even a sponsor. You get a shit ton of content here. Like,
0: yep, I uh, I pulled them up to watch. Um, fucking ddt and dragon gate no what, what's the one that ninja mac was in noah sorry yeah, i pulled up to watch noah and yeah great mm-hmm. service a lot of great content on there if you want to get some non-new japan japanese wrestling your life
3: speaking yes. of japanese wrestling um shout out to tam nakano had an amazing steel cage match this mm-hmm. uh, the same week as forbidden door with uh nuts boy really good match and then they turned around and had a rematch at corrigan hall and it was even better um mm-hmm. Tam Nakano is killing it right now. Like just seeing where she came from—from from like Oedo Tai of being like kind of mascot to being like a a white belt champion to being like one of the best wrestlers in stardom. Tam Nakano's up, man.
1: Awesome. Uh, so, other things to talk about. Uh, blood and guts happened this past week, uh, and blood and guts saw um, blood and guts. <laughs> uh (laughs) we saw somebody's guts (laughs) uh yeah somebody's um of course we came out of that show with some uh injuries though uh oh god we saw santana is hurt i mean that's the thing is what's so interesting to me about um injuries in general uh i've said this before but you would think That the more dangerous the match, the more likely the injury, right? But like Santana didn't get hurt off of anything that was specific to the match, right? Um, It was something he would have done in any other match. And yeah,
0: if there was one ring with no cage, he same thing, same result,
1: right? Yeah, Uh, it's unfortunate, but otherwise, it was quite a showing. Uh, I thought that. It's and an interesting,
0: interesting along that lines too. I saw our homie SRS talking a little bit about the relationship between Santana and Ortiz and how it's been a little bit. Because I actually I've been think kind of thinking the same thing. I've been saying that Santana has been taking some independent bookings and doing some things kind of outside of you know the the tag team with. With Ortiz. So um, he was saying that there could maybe be some troubles in the water. I don't know. He could have been just talking and nobody really knows anything that happened. But I have thought the same thing. I have thought that the kind of relationship between everything involving like them and their group has been kind of interesting i don't want to say weird but it's been interesting the last couple of weeks so and then th- for mm. this to happen it's just like the worst like the i've boy. had that
1: i've had that inkling since really like january because right. that was like back at terminus when Santa yeah, came out and challenged exactly. uh jonathan gresham mm-hmm. um and yeah it, it has felt like he's definitely he probably does see singles he probably does have singles aspirations. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, you're 100% allowed to. You know, yeah, I definitely, Um, mm-hmm. I, I almost feel bad a lot of times for Angelo Dawkins. The amount of times I hear <sighs> people who are like, Montez Ford is it. Oh, Montez Ford man. is about to be the biggest star in the world. Montez Ford, Montez Ford. I love Montez Ford. And I think yes. that man has. We negative. agree. But, but man, <laughs> dude, I shed a little tear for Angelo Dawkins every single time somebody is mm-hmm. like, hey, Montez Ford is the future. And can't wait to see him break off. And I'm like, Because hey. it's
0: like, that's the part that drives me crazy. It's like, he can, uh, Mon- fucking Angelo could be there, too, with him. Like, it doesn't have to be. You know how the company break a- is, though. If it's WWE, yeah. they have to break up. Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty did it. That's the only way you get a guy. That's not the only way you get a guy over. But
1: you know, but I, I do feel like, like Montez. Oh, yeah. Like he
2: definitely Montez is going up. There's nothing yeah, that's going to stop him. You right.
1: Know? He's going to yeah. be the guy, but like, so I, I see it from tag teams and like, I yeah. suppose between Santana and Ortiz, like uh, if I saw a singles, a singles career for one of them, it is probably Santana. Uh, yeah. And he probably sees that in himself too. Uh, as far as the match yeah. itself was concerned, again, it was uh, electric the whole time. Like it this, him. it was really electric. The, the atmosphere uh, in Detroit, Detroit came through as a crowd. Uh, I, f- it is one of those things where what they said that the um, the top three shows, uh, TV shows, attendance wise, uh, thus far, as far as crowds are concerned, were number one was L.A., uh, number two was the, California, the SmackDown Go Home show to WrestleMania in Dallas. Uh, so I mean, and that makes sense. You had yeah. all of the Dallas travelers in everybody's town. there. It was the night before WrestleMania. Like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, of course. Um, and then number three was this Detroit show. and like, But LA and Detroit were particular because uh, they were deprived for a long time. Every yep. single time a new AEW show got announced, you look in the comments. The first comment was, when y'all coming to LA? When y'all coming to Detroit? Yeah, when you coming time. to LA? When you come mm-hmm. to Detroit? Mm-hmm. And uh, I personally, and shout out to being wrong, I personally thought... If they were going to run Detroit, and of course, I lived in Detroit for a little while. I say Detroit, but it was maybe like 30 minutes outside of Detroit. But uh, hell, I went to a barber shop in Flint, so maybe not <laughs> close at all. But either way, lived in Michigan for a while. And I thought going to little Caesars arena was ambitious for them because I'm like, that's a big arena. That's one of the newest arenas in America. Um, I maybe would start with something a little bit smaller maybe look at some of the arenas in Ann Arbor. I don't know, but I think going for the biggest one in Detroit, the arena that feels ambitious, that feels like a lofty goal. And they fucking did it. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, Detroit was was ready for this shit. And it was already sold before Most the majority of the tickets were sold before they announced blood and guts. Uh, it, they did well and but yeah they were going crazy during this match it atmospherically reminded me i won't say match-wise it did but atmospherically it reminded me of uh wrestle War 92 and mm-hmm. uh which of course tony khan has called his favorite match of all time yeah uh but hearing just the fans just screaming the whole time and going crazy for each spot
0: countdown everything like yeah. they were just lit for all of it yeah, yeah. So that was was waiting a great time. for their favorite wrestler to get in, yeah, That was great, great atmosphere for sure. Speaking of going crazy,
3: have to give the acclaim their flowers. I saw them do three entrances between Forbidden Door and Friday. You and guys, what all, they is are it? super over. They bro. are like, it's every crazy. time
0: his, their music hits, the crowd goes. Crazy. I know the opening,
1: the the opening, uh, the yo, the alarm at the start. Like, every that single time,
0: it's a, it's like not just like yeah, it's like huge. Like oh my god, we're so excited for the. Clash. They are super. Yeah, no, and there.
1: honestly, this is the time to kind of start to turn them face. Uh, yeah. but don't yeah. change anything about the actors. No, keep it but
0: exactly you, the same. Yeah,
1: yeah. but and you I know what? Already it's already started, tough started because, turning them. Yeah, uh, and breaking them off from the ass boys. Um, uh, but the hard part is like. Look, there are a few things that pop me better than scissor me daddy ass. But <laughs> <laughs> scissor me daddy ass is the funniest me fucking phrase. <laughs> and, yeah, no, like,
0: I agree, and, and though, Phil. Anthony I think that Bowens, was,
1: like, every time he does it, it pops me.
0: I think he, they've been setting this up for a while because, the face turn, because anytime you say the name of where you're at and you're being, you know, you're being genuine about it, like they've been mm-hmm. setting this up with Anthony Bowens being like, wherever we are, he says it, and he says for you guys to help. That's baby face stuff. Like a heels, not it gonna, is. you know. It, what I mean, like I, I, so. I think I think the way that they, although the had... New Age
1: Outlaws had their stick as heels for a long time. Yeah,
0: but eventually <laughs> people loved it so much that they had to turn. But them they
1: face. turned. Him, but they turned them back heel. Like their last run in. Well, because 2000... Road Dog sucks. Yeah, their last their last run is heels uh in 2000 they were heels and like they tried to change up some stuff but like oh when they put him
0: back with triple h too yeah they made him triple h's lackeys and Mm -hmm. yeah
1: you know and road dog like tried to change up some stuff where he's like the new age outlaws always kick that she is knit doggy Mm -hmm. style Mm -hmm. with all your mamas yeah like like, (laughs)
0: <laughs> with all your mamas yeah
3: i, I yeah I, I i won't get into the the road dog slander that i have welling up in my stomach right now but uh <laughs> no you
1: know what though road dog talked this week about uh the he talked about his jealousy of the rock and you know what you can feel it you could feel it i said like i knew what? it i already hold knew on that. hold on what he talked about how one of the first things he did uh, when he was uh, when he was born again and all of that is you have to um, uh, you know did he think did he think the
0: rock was taking a spot because you're not the rock you're comparing well, so yourself what to the rock? So uh, what? what he
1: said was he uh, what he said was you know when he reformed and all of that one of the first things they have you do is reach out to people that you've wronged uh, and he said that uh, he reached out to the rock because he felt like um, he he knew deep down he was jealous of the rock uh in the 90s and 2000 and yeah, no he shit did, and he did uh he did a lot of what he could do to like sabotage the rock back then um uh, him, him and his
3: voice <laughs> were absolutely sabotaging the rock but, it didn't but no, work but you know what though
1: i remember there's a specific promo where the where road dog and this is back in the day of like you know not fully scripted promos where people just kind of mm-hmm. spoke shit. And I remember the Road Dogg cut a promo where he was like, Rock, I'm going to leave you in a pool of your own talentless puke. Mm-hmm. Uh And I was like, he he always spoke in a way that like tried to cut deep at the Rock. That's, um, that's why I
3: said you could tell. Um Yeah, you yeah. could
1: tell back then. And so but when it's he said like, that- We don't week,
0: beneath, believe you. We need more people like Road Dogg. It's the ain't Rock. No,
3: ain't nobody here to see you, Road Dogg. No way. Not <laughs> at all.
0: Idea. Not one person is in here. Yeah, oh. it's-
3: yeah, that's hilarious. But, no, his whole crew was kind of jealous because I mean we yeah. heard the backhand back backstories of The Rock of don't Triple like H H
0: nobody else. He Tech. don't like Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. He don't like he don't like none of them people. No,
1: Shawn Michaels tried to stop
0: WrestleMania fifteen from
1: happening. Yeah, he uh, don't like none look, of them boys. I have yes. these conspiracy theories in my brain that um, you know Rock stepped away from wrestling for seven years, but those were the exact seven years that Shawn Michaels was back. And- <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, nah, he and he Shawn Michaels retired in 2010. Why did The Rocks return up? to re- and re- return to wrestling in 2011? It's been in my brain for a long time. Those numbers that, are adding up. That's that not like, too
0: crazy of a conspiracy theory. Right. Sean like
1: returned in 2002. Yeah. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. Rock's like, I think I'm going to do movies. I'm going to try the Scorpion
0: did, King thing. He
1: didn't <laughs> come back that whole time. And then mm-hmm. Shawn retires 2010. And suddenly in 2011, Rock's like, I think I could do wrestling again. I don't know. I I find it a little... I think they talked a little bit in
0: 2004 that they could possibly have a match together. I think there was a little chatter, but Rock was never going to do that. But
1: Rock was asking. He straight up was like, in the kindest way possible, he's like, "Uh, uh, you know, I'm not about working. Not for me. He was like, I want to work with the future. I I don't really want to work with the past. Uh, And I think that was (laughs) the way of saying it. Wow. He was like... But you know, he and that you know, he was like, you know, putting over Sean, uh, John Cena and all that is like what he's here to do. But like, people were like, what about Shawn Michaels? Like, uh, I think I'm going to work with the younger mm-hmm. talent. But I think that was his way of just being like, look, I am not working with Shawn Michaels. I don't give a fuck mm-hmm. about that guy. Like, right. that's the, not my guy. Hey, oh, and he
0: there's a story about him, Shawn Michaels uh, acting like a dick to his grandma, too, who's the who, who, mm-hmm. Rock's grandma. He used to be a wrestling promoter. So yeah. that beef is forever. He's never going to stop. shout out Shauna
1: says giving love to my guys for bendor made me need njpw okada my god uh new japan just legit got a fan happy birthday phil i'm glad that that happened i think you know the amount of people that the the talk about how um is this going to create new fans uh and i think people were really looking at it from aew's perspective it will create more aew fans but Mm -hmm. like I think New Japan benefited here. I think there's a lot of people who weren't aware of New Japan talent. And Mm -hmm. uh, I think they, I I, I recognize why people looked at it from an AEW perspective, but I think New Japan also uh, stood to gain a lot here and probably more. Agreed. Yeah, Uh,
3: I think think Zack Sabre coming out and having that match with Claudio is going to be beneficial for him. And yeah. I think it's definitely setting up the match with Brian later. I think yeah. him cutting the promo afterwards of saying, no, I'm still the best technical wrestler in the world. What was that? Yeah, the, no, he was like, there was no technical wrestling here Were you he swinging I, me around. Man, <laughs> I, I loved it. I loved that promo. I just mm-hmm. love how... I just love how much of a dick this Zack Saber is. Cause he's I just love it. Like, he's like, whatever. I I I wasn't beaten by a great technical wrestler. I love so the the, d- the promo, uh,
0: the setup promo where he's doing the he's backstage at New Japan and he's like, you want to know who the best technical wrestler, wrestler is? It's fucking me. <laughs> it's, like yeah, he says, it's I, I, fucking me. <laughs> yeah, him
3: him at, during the New Japan Cup, which is one of my favorite <laughs> Zack Saber um, runs. Him winning the New Japan Cup and after he beat. Uh, after he beat Naito, he's like, "Yeah, now who's tr- Tranquilo, dickhead? <laughs> it's so great." So, man, I'm yeah. a big Sabre fan. Um, I was sitting there during the Claudio match, like, man, I really wish this was this was him versus Brian. Like, oh man, him versus Brian in the United Center would have been would have been crazy on that card. Um, but Shibata was in the United Center again. Ooh. Back to fucking back, goddamn yeah, it, in the
0: United Center, like yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think for uh, uh, New Japan, who's trying still to constantly cross over to the American market, they have a big, you know, they're growing their following here. I think that show was a perfect way to be like, hey, when we come back with New Japan Strong, you're going to want to come to these shows because it's lit. Our guys Shibata are was a great surprise. I wasn't yeah. expecting Shibata. Right.
1: Nah, um, but uh, back on the topic of Blood and Guts, though, uh, I think one thing I was really happy to see uh, was Moxley as champ again. Mm-hmm. Um, and how, like, kind of right it feels as he's making his way through the crowd with that belt. But that was only, despite having been champ almost a year, he's champ for nine months. That was only the second time John Moxley entered the crowd as champion. Moxley is already
0: and, my favorite champion because yeah. he's doing what I want champions to do defend the fucking belt. He's already defending the belt. He's going to defend the belt way more often than anybody I, I, else. I, and I love that shit. I
1: said this, um, when as soon as they announced the rampage or the royal rampage i said that uh one of the cool things about moxley as champ was that what he is now the sixth AEW champion if you count it um but really there's been five AEW champions and that, to me i feel like the most present champion that that belt has had was john moxley mm-hmm. as far as who was there and and like now we know in hindsight, Kenny was injured uh, yeah. through a lot of it. So like he was only going to have like major matches, but mm-hmm. like Moxley was out there. He defended the title against fucking butcher. Yep. Like he had exactly. I love he, that. Moxley was, if he was going to be there, Moxley is the type that if he's there, he's going to wrestle. And if he's going to have the championship, might as well defend it. Might as well defend
0: and, it. I'm wrestling anyways. I'm going to go over, so what's, add this little bit of stakes. It, I, it makes the most sense. And so but, I
1: feel like Moxley was a really present world champion. Mm-hmm. And the fact that uh, the first night as champion, they announced, hey, he's defending the belt next week after yep. having this blood and guts match this week. Love it. And I'm like, damn, we're going to get Moxley present as champion I'm again. I'm so excited. Let's do it. I'm <laughs> so <go."> excited <laughs> about it.
0: I love I,
3: it. I, I did think it was very funny watching people online during forbidden door getting upset that moxley was gonna win and i was like of course moxley's gonna win because he's the guy that's gonna be in the states to have yeah, the title he's gonna and be he's an interim champion yeah and, <laughs> and, uh, moxley <laughs> but, said
1: in the media scrum one of the things he said there and i appreciated it was when he said that uh when i asked him his question about um i, I said how does this compare to the other one you had in chicago uh, man, your city is just it, right? But, you know, back the back. last time he won the title was in Chicago <laughs> at Wintrust Arena. And I said, how does this compare to walking out of Chicago last time with the championship? And he said, you know, I didn't realize it at the time, but this was kind of the the culmination of my last six months, right? Like, he came back from... uh, And, and maybe it wasn't intended to be that way, but it happened that way that he came back from rehab mm-hmm. and... Uh, he's worked his way back up and he became champ again. Like this is the payoff to that. <laughs> uh, yeah. And he said, sometimes things don't work out. Uh, he said, th- sometimes things work out in a weird way. And this is one of those cases where it worked out for him. Right. Um, Yeah, that's kind of cool. This is the payoff to that.
3: Awesome. It is. And I also there's no way in the world that you don't have Mox work kind of heelish against possibly one of the greatest baby faces ever in Tanahashi. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, of course, the crowd was going to get into Tanahashi because he's Tanahashi. Like he's he's one of the greatest faces ever. So um, watching the crowd um latch on to Tanahashi and Mox then taking the cue to healing up like that's what they were supposed to do so people getting mad and going they made the wrong choice the crowd wanted Tanahashi to win of course the crowd wanted it's Tanahashi this to win works. It's
0: wrestling. It, it, it,
3: first of all it's it's this is this is Chicago and we're thinking like this is Punk's spot no of course a big part of Chicago didn't want him to win because this is it's supposed to be Punk's match right. and it's smart to get Mox booed
0: for set up with the match with Punk later Right. Mm -hmm. And Mox always kind of works more on the heelish side when it has to do with New Japan. It's like when it's New Japan stuff, he's always leaning more towards being a heel.
3: Yeah, I I thought it was great that he came out with the Death Rider theme at first and then switched Mm -hmm. in a wild thing. I
1: thought that was was a cool representation of the fact that he is New Japan and AEW. Right. uh, He wasn't necessarily fully representing AEW here. um, And I enjoyed that. Uh, Mm -hmm. So next topic. Let's talk about John Cena. Beep,
2: beep, beep, beep,
1: beep, beep. It's Cena. John uh. Cena uh returned this past week monday night raw it was hyped up for weeks it was the 20th anniversary of the 16 time wwe champion he's held that belt right here the undisputed belt he held that belt right here he's uh,
0: never been booed ever all that right, was he fake held that,
1: that belt here mm-hmm. and he held that belt What the homie well, brian funny.
0: Gortz tweet about the other day he yeah. said that people only hated him because kids hated him or some shit
1: or kids like that you know <laughs> no, what's no, funny why him. is him? Yeah. Well, you know the weird thing is, uh, and you know people were like, "No, we didn't like him because uh, he changed up and became kid um, friendly <laughs> in, in all of that." And I and I thought about military that. man, <laughs> and it was like, you know what was—that's was, uh, when
0: I was done when he started doing all this, and I'm like, "All right, see you later, bro."
1: Can't. I know it's like you're promoting a movie. It, it all happened around the time they were uh, awesome. when he started doing the salute and all that, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, John Cena, uh, twenty years, and he he, he did. Uh, he, of course, they talked a lot about that. That's the the debut match with Kurt Angle. Uh, he came in and uh, kind of sc- I don't know. He he had. Look, I was a big John Cena guy. I was a big John Cena guy. Pretty much, you could go back to the the first podcast I ever did, and I uh part of the reason i even started podcasting i can't believe i'm admitting this now 17 (laughs) years later was just to defend john cena against internet people because like i felt like look there's a lot of like strong internet voices that are anti john cena and i want to be pro john cena and that was what like that was part of my presence back then Even though I fully recognize why people didn't like John Cena. He was... uh, I I said on Twitter this week, John Cena almost created a whole new set of uh, hardcore wrestling fans Mm -hmm. because his wrestling was almost so clumsy Mm -hmm. upon his drafting to Raw that... Even like non-hardcore fans were noticing. Where yeah. like uh, I posted a clip of his first Raw match that had just a bunch of like weirdly timed spots and like stuff that didn't look good at all. And it's like this was the WWE champion, and I feel like there were a lot of people who saw that and were like, "This guy's WWE champion. He can't fucking wrestle." Um, and that's uh, why you
0: can't wrestle. Chance started. That's why. That's where you the chance started. Wrestle. And I feel mm-hmm.
1: like. Uh, and I feel like Cena doesn't get enough credit for having shed that stuff very quickly. I feel like by 2006 he was fine. Yeah. Um, but but people were but the you can't wrestle stuff pretty much. But he before. learned
0: that he didn't have to do so much. I think yeah. that's what it was. Like the clip you're showing, he's just trying to do too much. And like if you just mm-hmm. kind of sit back and relax and become what he did, then he figured out right. a formula to make it happen.
1: Yeah. Right. But like I I. I... There's a lot that Cena did accomplish. And yeah. I think uh, seeing him this past week and seeing the adulation and the fact that, like, I think even Cena, sometimes it throws him off to not hear the booze anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, he's talked about the fact that when he came out of Money in the Bank last year and he came out to do the, like, the, he was trying to, to do the whole um, orchestrating the crowd thing and they're not cha- singing John they're Cena Like, no, such. we like you. It's <laughs> <And he's> like. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, this is this is weird but okay well he
0: rehabbed his shit going to do peacemaker or whatever the fuck show which he's was fire and all
1: peacemaker that shit was yeah a you great know great show i mean it is weird that he's like uh and, and he pointed it out too that like kids still love john cena and yeah. he's like there's a six-year-old in the crowd dressed as john cena and he's like i was already 14 years into right. my career when yeah. this kid was born what is mm-hmm. what is this uh but kids still love cena and it doesn't make it, any never sense fails because cena really hasn't like been full time in about five years and actually almost six almost six years since that what, kid was more what <laughs> children <laughs> even know john cena except mm-hmm. like from youtube clips yep um yeah and of course he made sure he interacted with as many people backstage as he could uh he had the interaction with theory behind the scenes and or backstage and people were like this is the match and no Ooh. it's not he did he do a dark match no. What the, the fuck? Why fucking... the fuck did you all.
0: have him there and not have him slam somebody? I don't get it.
3: To 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 give him his flowers. Um I'm yeah, gonna that's what this is for. I I am playing. the I am the complete opposite of Will Washington. I was a big John Cena <laughs> hater. Um uh, and I think a big part of why like like I uh like all the way to the point complete that, opposite. Like all the way to the point that I, when when people are like um, talk about your time as a lap fan, it was a it was a good chunk of Cena being on top of me being a lap fan because I just mm-hmm. didn't like Cena. Um, I didn't like. I resented deeply resented him being this super ultra white guy taking on black culture and getting over. And What's I was going like, there. I was like, yo, they would never let a black wrestler do what this man is no. doing and get over. And I hated it. I hated him coming out to the rap thing. I hated him coming out doing his funky bunk, Chad, fucking freestyle. I thought it was corny. Um, and so, when punk came back and cut the the pipe bomb that was what got me back into wrestling because of course i'm a punk guy and so i was like yes get him the fuck out of here <laughs> and so <laughs> by the time money in the Day 2011 came and he beat him like that cemented me as a as a punk guy are you kidding me yeah. in chicago he hated seeing it too like yeah. like that's a big part of why i like punk um <laughs> and so yeah so and but at the same time i think cena is doing this thing now where like almost when when kobe retired and he had his retirement tour i was a big kobe hater as well because Mm -hmm. i was like a a you know i was a jordan guy and then i was iverson guy too so it's like i wasn't a kobe fan Mm -hmm. and so watching kobe retire it was like man i can't imagine watching basketball without Kobe Bryant. Right. Kobe Bryant has been playing my entire time mm-hmm. as a basketball fan. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it's the same kind of thing with Cena where it's like, I appreciate Cena a lot more now because it's like, he gave me somebody to hate. He gave me this foil for me to be like, nah, I don't like this guy. And so, like even like during the, the AJ stuff, like I was a big AJ guy when he first came in. When he was like, yo, beat up John Cena, I was like, yes. It's time, <laughs> and the good bros were there. I was like, "Yo, pack him up, bro."
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly what you're describing here is exactly how my life is with The Rock. Like when The Rock was the most was the biggest wrestler in the world, I was not a fan. You guys know me. I fucking loved. I love spots. I love flips. I love shits. He wasn't doing that. I thought. Honest, if I'm being completely honest, I thought most of his shtick was corny as fuck. He was telling people to drink shut up juice and just like I was like, What are you talking about? Most of the time I was like, I, I don't I don't get it. But in retirement, kind of going back and looking at things from, you know, a different perspective. Now I think he's great. I think a lot of the stuff that he did. I think his matches are great that he had back in the day. I think a lot of the stuff I think still think a lot of shit. You know he did was corny. Up, get enough, but you know he was a great, great
1: talent for sure you know what rock doesn't get enough credit choppy now uh, um <laughs> yep uh that's what i thought <laughs> yep
0: uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep you better call those xfinity sons of- Oh, he's gone mm-hmm. but yeah uh i hope the rock never hears what i just said because he's my number one on my list of no, wanting to you're- interview you're- you are definitely wild I,
3: I was a huge rock fan. Like <laughs> I just I was, wasn't a fan. Man. rock I was Rock was my number one guy at one point. Like I yeah. was a big
0: rock fan.
1: I just wasn't. It uh, wasn't for I, me I at the time. I, I don't know what's going on with my connection today, but uh again I can see you guys' facial expressions. That's
2: <laughs> Damn
0: it, man. Technology's beating our ass. It is. He's gone again. All oh, right. He's back.
1: It, 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 am, I, am I good now? Am I okay? <laughs> yeah, you're good. Okay. For now. What I was trying to is that what I think Rock doesn't get enough credit for is his, um, his return in 2001. Because I feel like he hit a whole new athletic gear that year. He did. Where like... Uh, in 2000, up until 2000, you know, Rock was really just known for the shtick, right? But mm-hmm. then I thought when he returned in 01 and he was leaner, he had gotten, as John Cena said, the liposuction on your boobies. And um, <laughs> but just. Uh, See, that's y'all, y'all like this? <laughs> y'all bro, like that?
3: And
2: y'all be have... making
0: fun of me for liking Seth? Y'all like that? Bro, they had <laughs> a. Gotta when they had their feud they had a corny off it was like who could be more corny they it was like it was it was a feud
1: but like the way rock came back leaner and then all of a sudden he just had this new athletic gear that Mm -hmm. he didn't seem to he had just i don't know it was like this fifth gear that he could like shift into that all of a sudden uh we were seeing him get in there with the guys like Kurt Angle, guys like. Uh, used mm-hmm. He used to have a matchup with Jericho. He used to have a matchup with Eddie Guerrero. Like that yeah. match that everybody talks about with Eddie Guerrero. Like that's one of Rock's kind of best athletic performances. He has one of the but best the-
0: spear sell from Rhino, too. He started messing around with Rhino, and people loved the way he would take the spear and all the stuff that the, came
1: the with best that though. stunner sell in
3: the business. Yes. Yeah. Nobody like, sold the stunner like Rock. Mm-hmm.
1: But like Brock Lesnar, Booker T, like when he was starting to get in there and having these athletic showings, like mm-hmm. that was where I think Rock started showing out and Agreed. having uh have showing something that he didn't necessarily have before mm-hmm. um i guess having and, better
0: talent to work with you know because all the wcw and ecw guys came in so it was just like hey let's see what he does with these exce- exceptionally talented wrestlers and he fucking did it so yeah I, mean, I, I
1: always commend that time period for austin too austin yeah are you kidding me austin the mid-card matches austin was having in Austin had a broken
0: neck and he took 10 German suplexes from Chris Benoit. I
1: I was like, the the (laughs) matches Austin was having from 1998 till (laughs) 99 compared to the matches he was having when he came back in 2000. Because all of a sudden he came back to this new roster. He came Mm. back and all of WWE had made Kurt Angle a star. They signed Chris Benoit. They signed Eddie Guerrero. Uh, Chris Jericho was suddenly, um, he was moved up the card. And Austin went in there and was like, I want to work with all of these guys. And I want to work. And he's mm-hmm. like, and I want to work their types of matches. And, yep. and Austin suddenly reminded us that he was still that guy. He was, mm-hmm. he didn't just need to go in there and have some bullshit ass match with a couple of punches and a stunner. Like he's like, no, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to do a match with Chris Benoit where I take ten Germans two plexes. I'm going to go in there and have a Kurt Angle type match at SummerSlam. I'm going to go in there and, and work with Eddie Guerrero. I'm going to have Chris Jericho matches. And Austin reminded us that he was still Steve Austin. That, yep. that was a yeah. great time, dude. That was, mm-hmm. uh, an amazing time. But as far as John Cena is concerned, uh, he came out this past Monday, he, he cut a promo and in the promo, he made sure to kind of expectation set because people really <laughs> wanted to have the match.
0: <laughs> well, well, like, I like it being responsible.
1: Cause people wanted to see the match with theory. Um, mm-hmm. I don't It'll know what will to
3: Summerslam, probably.
1: No, it won't. He's not worse like Summerslam. No, no. That was the expectation set. Was he came out there and was like, I don't know when y'all will see me again, and he said, not gonna be in
0: four weeks at the fucking <laughs> <Right>. stadium show. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's like, I don't know when y'all are gonna see me again. it uh, like, uh, this was a one-off. But I think mm-hmm. people were under the impression that this was gonna be longer. But they set no expectation to see Cena again. Not next week. Uh, the week after, I don't think you're seeing John Cena for a while. <laughs> off
0: I do. You're yeah.
3: not going <laughs> to see that cup
0: pop off at SummerSlam. Sorry. He said, oh. yeah, y'all soak it all in. I'm here right now. Like yeah. this. Enjoy I, this. But I don't know when I'm going to be back.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought that's what that promo was supposed to be. I, I think that mm-hmm. was him kind of setting the expectation of, look, this is this is a celebration of my career. Thank you. I'll see y'all when I see y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I won't be back. Came I'm back with, get this listen. Big
0: Hollywood money, bro.
3: It, it pains me to admit this because I've one of the other things was with Cena is I've never liked his merch. I've always thought his merch looked cheesy. It's always super colorful and, like, very kid-friendly. I've never liked it. So when he came back with the, the new, like, snapbacks that is clearly an homage to the Raiders caps, I was like, yo, that's kind of fire. I was like, I, I hate to admit this, but he might have a winner with this one. Cap wasn't too bad.
0: I agree. I was bored uh, watching it, honestly. i want to see john cena wrestle dude i don't give a fuck i have there's 50 million john cena promos to listen to i don't need to listen to another one where he says all this i don't care put this motherfucker in a match if you have him for 10 minutes you got him for 10 minutes use five of it for him to fucking find i mean that's
1: only if he wants to like actually bump like that and i feel like he didn't come back (laughs) to do that he's like i came back cut promo he can
0: throw us uh you from you don't have to even go
3: down with it. it He didn't even do his rap voice uh, promo, man. He he (laughs) shortchanged you, man. He didn't get into his Marky Mark voice. Uh,
1: (laughs) Nah, when... uh, uh, As far as the Theory match is concerned,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I don't think Theory is there yet. I think if you did Theory versus Cena right now, its closest equivalent is Cena versus Corbin from SummerSlam 2017, where Cena just kind of beat him and walked away. I feel like that... I feel like the best. The, I, that's not to say no. that I don't think Theory can get there. I think he can get to the level people want to see him at. But right now, I don't feel like Theory is above where Corbin was in 2017. Right. Um, and Corbin had money in the bank. Like that's not even to knock mm-hmm. where Corbin was. He had the money in the bank briefcase at the time. But <laughs> Corbin, <laughs> Cor-
3: Corbin getting himself in trouble and then having to give up his briefcase.
1: But mm. <laughs> like I, I don't feel like Theory is there yet. Um, I nah. think that the selfie He's probably sh- losing tonight. Probably nah, the selfie shtick is a little too uh um I don't know. It's not quite what the rapper's gimmick was for scene. Like the rapper gimmick was something that like you took that and they put it up against the Undertaker and it worked, right? It was mm-hmm. it was like, Yeah, this is a lure this is a, a an up and coming guy, but at the same time we put him in there with Taker and it it people are buying it.
3: Mm-hmm. Did it work, I, though?
1: It did. I thought it did. I was asking I that, uh, um, like, it's funny. It's one of those things me and Cher and Delaware have talked about doing. But uh, both me and her have uh, a lot of John Cena's raps memorized. Uh, from that time period, and we were gonna do a John Cena wrap off for his 20th anniversary.
2: (laughs) uh,
1: (laughs) I I know, look, that, that, uh, that John Cena versus, um, Undertaker rap, I remember it vividly. Uh, every single line. Uh, and I'm not gonna do it, Not now. Mm -mm. One day.
2: But no, it did work, though, Mm -hmm.
1: because, uh... Uh, I remember the final line was, uh, I'm way better than dead, man. He's just another sucker. He's beating John Cena. Use a stupid mother. <laughs> and then the crowd says fucker. And it was great. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back. John Cena and welcome. <laughs> see you later, bro. Uh, mm, see you not yeah. ever
3: again. Yeah, I don't know, uh, but it it is hilarious. I, I I think one of the other things that I appreciate about Punk is that he is he's white. He is like unapologetically mm-hmm. unapologetically white. He doesn't mm-hmm. try to do like this this like I I'm down guys like no. Mm-hmm. He's he's a white guy. Matter of fact, funny story, when I met him in person once, I unimpressively tried to dab him up and he was so confused by it. He was like, "What?"
2: And, he was <laughs> like, and so like we were like this was
3: for like a this was like this was like at a convention, and I took a picture with him afterwards. And um, I have that picture somewhere, but you could see me trying to hold in a laugh during the picture because um, he was like, "I don't know what that is. I'm white." <laughs> <laughs> Shout
1: Come out, on, to but Bill. see you
3: again. That's why I like punk man. He's, he is who he is. Good guy. Uh,
1: well, the name we have is the uh, oil rampage last night, um, and I heard. Uh, as far as this match was concerned that this was um, a circumstantial creation that just happened to work out. and it seemed like This it. was also the second circumstantial that's worked out for AEW because I've always committed to AEW for the um, uh, ladder match. It's one of my favorite creations of theirs. And uh, I was told at the time that that match came from the fact that they are not told at the time i've been told recently that that match came from the fact that they wanted to do the casino battle royale and didn't have 21 people because of covid and so Mm -hmm. uh they were like well we only got seven people let's do a ladder match instead and it worked out Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) and this was another case where uh covid kind of hit this dynamite taping really hard this dynamite rampage taping and so what do we do with all these people we have Let's, the royal uh, page match, yeah. uh, let's put them in one big battle royal with the few people we have and let's make it work. And it did. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. I thought there were some cool stories told in it. I liked it better. Than do, you the got, do, but...
0: you, do you think this uh, was more star studded than the battle royal we just had for the number one contender for the interim title a couple weeks ago? I felt like this one felt more star studded than that. I thought so. Because yeah. there was like Hangman, and like this one felt a little bit bigger than that one, right? Yeah. yeah.
3: I, I just think all around the concept worked better than the Casino Battle Royals had. Yeah. Because the Casino Battle Royals is kind of a convoluted concept. It's like mm-hmm. you, you got the, the different clubs, you got, mm-hmm. you got, and you got the Joker. It's, it's kind of confusing. And so yeah. I feel like this was a lot smoother. It was more organized.
0: Um, were there supposed to be a time limit, or were they on Titan time for everybody coming
1: out? They said one minute each person is okay. 60 seconds per person. Gotcha. Which, like, yeah. of course, that's why Max Castor his whole entrance is a minute and a half. So, like, <laughs> he finishes the entrance, he does the whole thing, and then the next person just comes right out because mm-hmm. he's already done. Gotcha. Uh, but, yeah, we – I thought there were some cool stories and interesting stories that came out of it because, uh, of course, um, Swerve and Keith Lee, they had a thing with Butcher and the Blade on Elevation a couple weeks ago. And uh, Butcher and the Blade eliminated Swerve, uh, but to make sure that you're not supposed to be fully in the Swerve booing him, he eliminated Orange Cassidy, mm-hmm. and I thought, ooh, Swerve and Orange Cassidy, I'm mm-hmm. I like I like down like for that. And mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, of course, Butcher and the Blade eliminated Swerve, and then they were like, "Well, coming up this week, we have that match." So I paid attention to every elimination as like a. Okay, this could lead setting to something. something up yeah yeah this is all setting something up each thing mm-hmm. and so i came away from this interested and yeah brody king's very i didn't see that coming at all uh and this could actually like yeah and there are things you can springboard off of that into you could springboard into moxley and malachi right like yep uh there, there are things you can do with that. So, that's uh, some interesting yeah. stuff there. I'm excited for Moxley's champ. So, mm-hmm. way, yeah, it was fun concept.
2: Yeah, a, I liked it. A it. Good match. match.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, you could get into uh, House of Black versus uh, Blackpool Combat Club if you want yeah. to as well. Um, you could. Do like trios matches. I'd be interested in that. Definitely.
0: Yeah. It's a lot, a lot good to come out of this. But yeah, just like I said, I'm super excited for Moxley being champ because I know there's going to continue to be random defenses like this on dynamites and such. And I just am such a big fan of that, that I love to see the world champion defending their title, not just on the big shows. So yeah.
1: And hey, Van Twinblade said, we got those Humpers from last week, Well, I tried <laughs> to find them. Um, do me a favor and just send me directly what you said, and I will go ahead and read it on the show because <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't find them. Um, it's only given me five days worth We're gonna of We're going to have episodes.
0: to redo one of those uh, uh, Ask grapsity. We tried to do it before, but I think it would be better to bring it back now that there's more yeah, and I think,
1: things it, to and talk I think about. If we do it, we'll do it separately from the core Grapsity just like a yeah. side show. Exactly. Um, the same way we release interviews and stuff so that way we still mm-hmm. have the core show. Yes. And Jake Salazar says uh, it was the same way with Undertaker LOL except nah he's still overrated more gimmick than wrestler. He's 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 very overrated to me. Yeah, but. it's a, it's
0: went opposite for me for Undertaker. I was a big fan as a kid now I'm like a second.
1: Yeah, Undertaker <laughs> actually
3: technically got me into wrestling funny enough, yeah. but he, he is he's a bit overrated.
1: Yeah. I think undertaker didn't become a great wrestler uh like him being a great wrestler is kind of like a hindsight thing um but
0: it's kind of like the same thing you were just talking about he didn't get hot until like 2001 when all those
1: you know oh five really a bunch, really, of, a I bunch think. of
0: talent to work with yeah i guess uh i was trying to think of when the kurt angle match was and I was in 2006 so actually yeah <laughs> there you go oh uh, five <laughs> is really when yeah. people
1: started looking to take her as like a wrestler and it was really like I, I, for a long time, people dread Undertaker matches. They used to be like, "Oh, yeah. this guy." Uh, he was like mm-hmm. really hated on the internet, and then somewhere, like I said, 05 there was a switch that kind of happened with him as a performer, and he started having like matches that were good. He <laughs> became
0: MMA boy. That's why.
3: Yeah,
1: and He's then like, pretty much 05 mm-hmm. on, he became kind of big match taker. Uh, you mean, but for you a mean long when time, they were,
3: they were lying and saying he had the best strikes in wrestling during that time.
0: Soup bones, <laughs> baby. Yeah.
3: So <laughs> Yo, speaking of, I have to give Natty her flowers. I didn't I didn't watch that segment <laughs> on SmackDown,
0: but her in the ring
3: doing this mm, hilarious, bro. Yeah. I've watched that gif thousands of times.
0: I don't know why they again. they why they chose Natty to be the one to cook Ronda like this? But they I didn't think it.
3: she would, but Natty is Natty is in her bag. Yeah, they right were like now.
0: maybe they they were like Ronda's going to be able to get her shit off on Natty. No, Natty, she is Natty not. Natty
1: has been cooking her, bro. <laughs> I I, I, I want to talk about one thing from SmackDown specifically. Okay. As somebody who kind of expected more for Eli Drake, LA Knight, whatever you want to call him. Uh, Mm. So, of course, they've been building up Max Dupree, debuting his male models Mm -hmm. and what it was going to be. I don't believe this has any staying power simply because I've been watching wrestling for 30 years. I know when gimmicks (laughs) don't stick. That said, changing Mace and Mansoor to Masse and Mansua <laughs> is the funniest fucking shit. Mansoor. I laughed so hard mm-hmm. at Mansua. Nope, he is Mansua going forward. I don't care if he goes back to Mansoor. That man is Mansua. Mm-hmm. That name Mansoor, is amazing. Man. Friend
3: of the show, by the way.
1: Yeah, I loved Mansua. I was so into that um
0: yeah this gimmick has zero legs but you guys are gonna enjoy it while it's happening
3: no nah, yeah, and you see and... how you say you guys he <laughs> was like
0: a... <laughs> <laughs> i mean
1: Masse... everybody's like
0: uh, a hello people online were like this is a great no this shit's awful you guys i like that no. i like what's going i like no no
1: no not... no like boss was fucking hilarious and manswa i'm good i am down on those those are great uh and I am so gonna not? watch
0: my first full WWE pay per view today. That it's no, while, Money so. in the Bank should be a good show. Um, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. you just just jinxed it. It's gonna be no. Yeah, I, I think it'll be a time. good show.
1: <laughs> I still to this day, and that's actually the next topic, uh, which yeah. is the Money in the Bank pay per view. Yeah, it's the gonna the be my first. I'm, I'm watching it. What, I'm you think. Mm-hmm. Money, what you so, think? So, um, look, I've been pretty open about the fact that I hate the bank. I think it's the... uh, You've said it on this
0: podcast many a times. (laughs) I think it's the worst thing
1: WWE's come up with in uh, years. I think it was a great concept in the beginning uh, Mm -hmm. because of the fact that, again, it was like you had all of these kind of upper mid-card bordering on main event stars that you didn't have anything for at WrestleMania that year. And so, fuck it. Let's throw them all in one match. But we can't have anything over the Intercontinental title because they're all kind of above (coughs) it um, because Shelton was Intercontinental champion in that match. So here's a concept. Let's have them fight for a title shot at the world title. It's a great concept there. You gave it to Edge. Again, Mr. Money in the Bank. The idea that the slithering heel could cash in at any point and you never know when it will be was great. Fantastic. Probably the best,
0: then, the best first guy to, to have mm-hmm, with the
1: yeah. chase, for sure. Fantastic. Second year, did it again. The second year, it was RVD. Um, but RVD, being the guy who uh, wasn't going to do that, instead he's like, I am cashing in, but I'm doing it on my turf. Uh, we're doing this at ECW in front of my fans. <laughs> Love it. Great concept. Again, mm-hmm. it, it, yeah. it, it was in a, a different take on what we did the year before uh and then the following year of course was circumstantial like oh shit mr kennedy who has it got injured. Kennedy. Yeah, <laughs> kennedy kennedy no. but then like kennedy's injured but also so is undertaker uh and so we got to take out taker but we don't have the guy who can cash in on him so let's put it back on edge he's slithering heel it works even the fourth year i'll give it to them because the guy who had previously been the scumbag with Got his comeuppance from CM Punk. And even the fifth year, I'll give it to you. CM Punk then did what he did the year before, but used it to turn heel. Okay. Fine. I feel like Punk was the last time I truly loved it. Because Mm. then at that point, then we had, what, Swagger Next. um, I'm doing this all from memory. But uh, you had Swagger Next. That was a dud. Uh, Eh? You had Kane. Who cashed it? Why did Kane need to yeah. cash in on Rey Mysterio? The that, same night. The same night. That didn't yeah. need to happen. Miz. I don't know. It, Miz. I, I thought Miss was, a this good cash money in was
0: bank. fun. Was fun. Yeah. I think. I think he was a pretty. I thought, like, I think was he was a good money in the bank winner.
1: Yeah. Uh, again, by that point, I felt like okay, we've kind of gone to the well of guys just slithering their way in one too many times are, mm-hmm.
3: Wait, are you saying you hate money in the bank by the way because that's how you lost the Quizomania Mania championship? Is that part <laughs> of the reason why? You <laughs> like money in the bank?
1: This feels a little
0: bit personal. <laughs> no,
1: I think that added to it, but like <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like uh, okay ms is one where like that fit his character so sure yeah. uh same mm. deal but then who was after ms uh brian was a total waste that shit i happen. hate it when they start the- the, the
0: the the cash in where they would do like sometimes they would come and cash in and they would let the guy be down and you could just go and pin him and then the next time someone would come in and you have to wait to the guy get they like yeah. kept changing all the right. things surrounding
1: well, it too but brian sucked like that shouldn't have ever happen but no his uh, celebration after winning that
3: title is I his celebration yes of course come on he bro. Turn him heel, yes, yes.
1: <laughs> but but it's but regardless it like that was one of those made a good thing out of shitty booking. Yeah. but brian's yeah. money in the bank was trash and same with alberto del rio also trash <sighs> um and then don't who was it. the year after that it was ziggler who i talked about earlier in the show and cena which they just did just to have a loss <laughs> Uh, year after that was do damien sandow um was a waste of a cash in and randy yeah. orton again Ugh. uh a, yeah. <laughs> nah. uh randy orton like probably shouldn't have happened uh because i feel like you kind of neutered orton um in doing that uh year after that was rollins and that's money to the least, cash in ever that was at least the one that took it back to edge and was kind of almost an homage to Edge in a way. And yes, he had one of the best cash-ins of all time. One. Rollins of. worked. Uh but you start to see a pattern here. I feel like there's been more duds than good, right? Because Definitely. year after that. There have been more duds than because good. Because mm-hmm. year after that was Seamus, dud. Uh, yes. year, after, year after that was Ambrose, which I think was Ambro really was good. Ambrose, Ambrose was great. Ambrose was good, dope. but again, it's good. The only time a babyface winning it has been good is when it is a Comeuppance on the heel who did it before, like Punk worked because it was comeuppance on Edge. Ambrose I worked thought, because it was comeuppance on Rollins. I I think
3: Bailey is also one of my favorite cash ins because it was one of those where Bailey was due for a long time, and just having her cash in on Charlotte, who nobody wanted to see when it worked.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, what that was the year after that, right? Uh, so Charlotte... no, twenty seven. Wait, twenty seventeen. Uh, so really quick, twenty seventeen. So we'll say. Corbin, Dud, Uh, Carmella, uh, Carmella, her cash in, Um, again, but also Charlotte cashed
3: in on three times.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but again, that we wanted to see Oscar's chain, but I feel like it worked out well for Carmella. Uh, But then the year after that was um, who was 2018. Um, I know the women's was Alexa Bliss and Uh, Brian, Brian um he fucking it was a disqualification his cash had a disqualification in it cash, fucking in,
3: was cash in was <laughs> terrible and by <laughs> the Trash. way i was at that money in the bank because it, it was in chicago i wanted kofi to win
1: <laughs> wanted right. kofi to win yeah yeah no braun dud um and yeah 2019 brock dud um and you didn't the, like boom
3: boxing uh
1: like that was funny brock. in itself but like at the same time what are we doing like he had literally just lost the title he does not
0: need this briefcase
1: i I, I hate it because i felt like ali was
3: gonna win and then he pushed ali off
1: yeah and then his cash in was basically to hold the title for a month to lose it back to seth and then i mean beat kofi all that shit's up um and 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 sammy was was hotter that
3: year too like i thought sammy should have won the briefcase that year like Mm. and And
1: bailey like bailey was a good money in the bank winner but then after that otis trash um, and uh, they didn't
3: even give Asuka a chance with the briefcase, which I hated.
1: Yeah, so that and didn't I really mean, work out. It worked out last, for
3: circumstances, I guess.
1: Last year, Biggie should have been way bigger. Didn't work out, and uh, good cash in I, I thought it was a good cash in for what it was. It
3: was, it was, it was clearly the popper ratings, but I was happy with his win. But it's, I just, it's the I don't guy. like, like
1: baby faces taking advantage of people. I don't like that um like that to me it, like rvd had the best one uh from a babyface standpoint of like i'm not gonna cheat you but you're gonna do this on my turf <laughs> we're gonna do it in 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 my city wasn't my... wasn't
3: wasn't punk a babyface the first time he cashed in right and, yeah. and
1: again i feel like it hurt his reign overall because even though like the moment was good he still looked like a weak champion and that rain sucked uh the brain did it, suck yeah, the rain did suck. Like, the, I feel like anytime you set a baby face up to do that, you may give it them a, work out. a moment, but it doesn't work mm-hmm. out as a rain because people don't that believe rain. them as a champ. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going
3: to cap and say that it was still a good cash in because
1: it happened on my birthday. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was a good cash in. Yeah,
1: and Nikki and, Ash was uh, the other one. Shame, up, shame it on shame on. Nikki's great, by the way, and
3: I hate what they're doing with Nikki. Um, yeah. So,
1: so I have reason. So I went over every money in the bank winner. I have reason to not like this concept in that it hasn't worked out more than it has. The ones that have have been great, but there have been a lot of duds in the money I haven't
0: worked out more than it has yeah i agree yeah i
3: mean but i feel like that's wwe in a nutshell is that they have a lot more l's than they do in w's and, and and a lot of comms like look at look at hell in a cell for example there are a lot yep. more bad hell in a cell matches than there are good hell in a cell matches. i was
0: gonna say break down the same thing for royal rumble winners like for a while it was to get people over and then it just started yeah. to be an accolade and it's like soon as it becomes an accolade and not like This is to get this person over. That's when I fell out of it. You know what I mean? But it's just like, oh, we want this person to have three wins. We want the numbers and shit. No, I want you to get someone over with this fucking match type,
3: dude. So So this card, it it did get some people over.
1: Um, So this card features uh, six matches. Okay. And this could work out, um, yeah. but a lot of the stuff we've seen, the problem is a lot of the stuff we've seen it's before, a like, rematches. like Theory versus Bobby Lashley for this WWE United States Championship is something that's uh, unique, I think could be and pretty Lashley good.
3: better win that match too.
1: Um, I could see that. Uh, And this is
0: the first time WWE's ever in the MGM Grand, right? Because that's like, they've never, that's always been WCW territory, right?
1: Yeah, and and then Mm AEW ran it before as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. But the problem is everything else was booked this weekend because it's the UFC. There's
0: a fight. There's a boxing fight too, I
1: think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So Mm -hmm. Theory and Bobby Lashley, Mm -hmm. United States Championship. For the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Titles, we see the Usos defending their title. Against the street profits promo, I feel like I've great. seen this
0: match like fifty times just on TV. So
1: um, we have it's going to be a good match though. Saw, uh, just uh, last year, it's be a good match. I thought promo last night was really good though, um, and I thought that was fire. I've seen teams, uh, and that's what I want to see from those guys. I thought it was very yeah. good. Um, we have SmackDown Women's Title Ronda Rousey versus Natalya again. It's um and
3: don't want. Uninspired by this match, but again, Natty, get your shit off, man. I appreciate yes. you. Um, Natty's cooking. Natty is cooking, cooking Rhonda on Twitter and getting these terrible segments off. <laughs>
1: Uh, we had have...
3: when Natty cooked
0: her last night and then all of Rhonda's response was like, Oh, actually my child's this age, not that age. You're my friend, you should know. I'm like, Rhonda, what are nah, you? Nah, cop and please. <laughs> cop and please. Cop cop
2: please. You're losing. Please. Bro. Yeah, that Jeez, was
3: that was please. the that was the equivalent of her saying put on a beat. Like, you know, yeah, no, for <laughs> put done. a beat on.
1: <laughs> put a beat on. No, nah. you, you didn't got
0: cooked
3: we already. Have over.
1: <laughs> the money in the bank women's letter match. Uh, which we'll see: Lacey Evans, Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, looking, Raquel looking Rodriguez, Oscar, um, Shotzi, and B- Becky Lynch. Um, I think I Becky's winning.
3: Me. I think Becky's winning the, the women's Money in the Bank. I think that she, I think that she could do the most with the briefcase win. Um, I think her teasing Ronda for a while with that briefcase will be fun. I think she should win. I, I know uh, that's probably going to be unpopular, but I do think she should win. Pretty unpopular. I do think, I you know, think she, she had pointed
1: out that she has every other accolade in WWE history. She's accolades, a winner. told
0: you guys, yeah. when it becomes just about accolades, it's not, it's no good.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think Becky's going to win, and I think she should win, honestly. I think it needs to be somebody who can hold it for a while. And, uh, I mean, like it makes it, sense it,
0: if they're going to do Seth, Becky and Seth are both holding the the briefcases, cases it, it's a story so
1: oh well, maybe yeah. uh well and then we have for the raw women's title bianca belair versus carmela a match that we've seen so much that they literally teased us with it last year to piss us <laughs> off <through the> SummerSlam. <laughs> yeah
3: yeah look i do have to give Carmella, Carmella her due though because she tweeted something like look every time they change my my gimmick or make me change my character put me in a bash but i i've done well and i'm like she's right yeah yes, I, I agree she, she has a point?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, i say this, by the way. Uh, so, one, I like her new presentation. She has a fucking Titantron video. Who has Titantron her, videos? That's her so neutron is awesome, too. Yeah, it's awesome. So, he's- the new theme
3: is kind of dope, too. I'm like, yo, all right.
1: <laughs> yeah, although I saw in the comments, nobody realizes what that's supposed to be a knockoff of. And that kind of bugs me because I was reading yeah. the theme. I was reading the comments, and people were like, wow, this is kind of cool. It sounds really original. I'm like, no, this is a straight knockoff of Girls in the Hood. Um, yeah, like somebody is. was even like, hey, it kind of sounds like Boys in the Hood. I'm like, yeah, because it's trying to be yeah. Girls in the Hood by making the Stallion. Exact, mm.
3: That's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's just like her first theme was just was just uh, the Iggy Azalea joint. The fancy yeah. song. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, but yeah, like I said, there's a little piece of me that is has saw this match so much that literally, yeah, last year at Summerslam, they were like, "Hey, Bianca could face Carmella," and people groaned because they're like, "Uh, we've seen this a million times." To put, put some heat it.
0: on it, they have to put the women's match before this match. That's how you put heat on it. Put the women's yeah. briefcase match, then you have the oh, they may be cash in tonight. That's
2: yeah. That's how
3: you uh, what this um, what this made me think uh, in the build for all of this is like, man. They sure could use Sasha Banks, man. They sure do miss Sasha Banks in that <laughs> I <mean>, company, man. <laughs> at minimum, right? <laughs> they, they are now, definitely match, missing course, her star power. Mm-hmm. This match,
1: of course, was supposed to be, um, uh, was originally going to be Rhea Ripley. Uh, That's right. She got injured uh, really badly uh, mm. in yeah, that, was that match. Like, she had to have braces after that, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So. Uh, well yeah. uh, so uh, so of course it's circumstantial that it ended up being Carmella, and then didn't probably work it, out
0: sasha and naomi had like some like some of their story played a part in this too right like there was gonna be something no that was going
3: into
1: them. the last pay-per-view that oh was, the that last was, so, okay
0: okay yeah. that's right okay yeah,
1: yeah. and Man. so who knows uh this i think it could end up um probably over delivering just because bianca is as good yeah. as she is and is kind Definitely. of happy the the role of her she's on the role of her life she's on um, it yeah 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 and probably not even the best run she'll have in her career I uh,
3: oh, honestly I did think when Claudio did the spot where he did the lift and walked up the stairs I was like Bianca did it better
2: <laughs>
0: the press slam walk up the stairs fucking lit yeah yeah you're yeah, right.
3: yeah.
1: Uh, and then Money in the Bank ladder match men's uh, Money in the Bank we Money will see Seth bank. freaking Rollins. Uh, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Omos, Sami Zayn, Riddle, and oh, Mad at Moss, Reg's favorite wrestler of all oh, time. Um, God, I'm
0: not watching the show again. I forgot. to turn it <laughs> <on>. oh,
1: <my. laughs> um, Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah. Visionary is coming out of this match with the briefcase, bro. Visionary is winning his briefcase, buddy. Sorry, I I know we've had this riddle conversation, and don't nobody want to see that, bro. Uh,
0: Rollins Rollins is winning the briefcase, man, (laughs) and Rollins is holding the briefcase till Cody comes back.
3: Rollins, Rollins coming out and getting the crowd to sing with him his theme song every time when he teases doing the briefcase. And he doesn't. He turns around and walks backstage. Will be gold. If Rollins
0: cashes in at Summerslam, I don't want this at all.
3: I, I, think I don't. But, but, but see, if
0: he if he holds it for a while, I want it. But if he's cashing in next, in a few weeks, I don't want it. I'm not but interested.
3: see, this is a, this is a win win for me because uh, even if he does cash in at Summerslam, because I've been saying for the longest, I think he's had a better run he's had a better run over the last year than Roman. This will be vindication for me because if he is, if if he's the first guy to pin Roman, Oh my God. Just log off Twitter, everybody that hates Rollins, because I'm gonna
0: they, I'm gonna this. Like, have they specified if it's the it's for the univer for both belts or is it for? I feel like, they, course, I, like I feel like online. that's something
1: they would like chicken shit their way out of. Like, right, their, exactly. Going to like they're, last like, minute,
0: be like, we never said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: But, like, but, I feel like that's a thing Paul Heyman as a character could do. Yeah. Where like. Um, Like Roman's like, because the match at SummerSlam, Roman Brock is uh, last man standing. Mm -hmm. And so you could have both of them down or something like that. And then uh, just as they go to cash in, Paul's like, no, 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 it's only for one belt. It's only for one belt. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, mm-hmm. and, like, protect this champion.
0: That is, I, I kind of actually like that scenario you just described.
1: <laughs> Listen. Seth
0: Rollins comes down on the last man standing, they're both down. He's like, I'm in this match now, and I'm up, and they just count him. That's a that's a pretty good finish, actually. I like that. Yeah, I, <laughs> that again, would be great. Just, <laughs> again,
3: like I said, I, I don't want them to redo the caching. Oh my god. <laughs> that's <laughs>
0: good. Isn't that, isn't that a great finish? I'm like, yo, that's a great finish. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's so, actually really good.
0: No, yeah. and I mean,
3: look, if they do that, and he wins the universal title because i've been saying the the end to this should be him winning the universal title and bringing it back to raw where it belongs mm-hmm. bring the jam belt back come on yeah. um mm-hmm. it yeah if that's where we're going with this i'm fine with it but again i would take rather oh, it has for-
1: three years since because wwe used to do a thing where they would swap the belts every three years yeah where mm-hmm. like what it was 02 where they introduced the world heavyweight and wwe title on the brands they were on and then they swapped them in 05 then swapped them again in 08 uh, and then when they had the, they introduced the belts in 2016, swapped them in 2019. Mm-hmm. It's 2022,
3: oh, um, so hey, this you, And you know what make would make this even better? Uh, if he comes out to cash in, and he hits Roman with a cross with a crossroads, bro. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he hits him with a able to tell away. Phil shit, after yo. That.
1: <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> speaking of which so i want to read uh these last few supers and humpers um jake salazar says since you brought him up bs he did aside. Benoit was a top 10 technical wrestler he's B.S. always my he did favorite a, growing up it's
0: not bsc did aside though That's i would go <laughs> whoa 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 there's not like there's a bunch of situations where bs aside works but not for I,
3: <laughs> I, I don't think we could just take that and put that no, to a side
0: this is,
1: nah, this nah. A whoa B.S. whoa uh, he also block. said the Rock is coming nowhere near WWE, or accepting any calls with this Vince stuff. Going yeah, no, on. B-
0: uh, Rock then blocked WWE's number, yeah. he block. number. He just like, yo, quit calling here.
3: <laughs> yo, y'all still got HBK at the at the performance center. Stop calling you, bro.
1: <laughs> Ron and Mike. Roden Mike Clip says, I would love to see Swerve versus Osprey." Mm-hmm. Also, how petty was that last-minute good old-fashioned battle royal <laughs> on SmackDown? That was it, pretty petty. Was,
3: was that more petty than uh, Thunder Rosa coming down to save Tony with the belt? I was like, yeah. I was like, Rosa. <laughs> <I'm
2: a camera. laughs> you
0: think I'm about to run down there without my belt? Hell no. Like,
1: Yeah,
3: that was hilarious. Mm.
1: Shauna says, Seth at WrestleMania 31 was the best cash-in the on, ice of the, the century. The I was there, right, I Mark.
0: liked it. Yeah, it was dope.
1: Paul says, Hope uh hey y'all, hope y'all are doing well. Uh what did y'all think of the versus battle between Omarion and Mario? <laughs> Mario slaughtered that man and it... yeah.
0: Mario just cooked all them and the Mar- rest was it's
1: probably the
3: worst verses i've ever seen Um, like
0: i said i love i love the i want it to be chaotic like this like i don't want like everybody's nice and everybody's being oh i look no i want there to be chaos i want somebody to be eating watermelon on stage i want to it it
2: was
3: it was classic for all of the all of the chaos (laughs) and the funny moments like uh, the funniest moment of it to me is again jeremiah coming out and sounding Horrible. And Mario <laughs> in the background, like, yo, y'all sound
0: crazy. <laughs> y'all sound crazy out here. Yo, that was great. They um got the three class of R and B out of here, all in one swoop. Yeah, Ray J <laughs> being Ray J.
3: Um, no, it was it <laughs> it was a classic versus for all of the memes and everything we oh, got. For from the it. wrong reasons for sure,
1: yeah. I already read that one. Uh let's see. We got uh, a Humper Chat. You got to get.
0: London on the track,
1: yo Mario. Also um,
3: talking trash and doing like it's me, and then hitting that that drop, oh, Mario. I was like, this <laughs>
1: is hilarious.
0: <laughs> Them R&B niggas are crazy, man. <laughs> I'm you.
1: Hey, R&B beef is the funniest beef to me. It's
0: so funny, man.
1: <laughs> Remember when Cisco and R
0: Kelly were beefing? It's
2: and, so like, funny. <laughs> Like, oh, y'all do
0: not to, what are y'all going to do, sing, battle each other? And they're like, yes, that's exactly what we're going to do.
1: Uh, we got another Humper Chat. Blood and Guts 2 was fantastic from start to finish. TK should pay the full rights in name of War Games since WWE uh, from WWE, since WWE's War Games are super watered down and are not the traditional uh, Dusty Rhodes War Games matches. Also, Women's Blood and Guts win. Um, I would
3: love to see a Women's Blood
1: and Guts, by the way. I know that there was a couple of women in AEW who wanted it this year. I was like, uh, I
0: was, I know I've heard a story. I almost said something yeah, out loud, but I probably I know, I know wasn't supposed was to say out loud. I <laughs> know <laughs> that there was some that wanted it. Um, and maybe the,
1: the, uh, just, I don't know what wasn't there for it yet. Um, I guess if you were to book that match now, uh woman's blood and guts, who would you put in it, Phil? Um, for AEW. For AEW. I mean, of course I think you well. got it.
3: You've got to have a a team going against Jay's team because she has a ready-made stable in the baddies. You could just add more baddies. Um, I mean, I know they don't have red velvet at the moment, but...
0: I don't know if I'm going to put the baddies in a a Blood and Guts match.
3: Yeah, right now, I
1: think being Blood and Guts, I would have that team led by Britt, to be honest, just because that's the thing Britt's known for. Right.
0: Britt versus Uh, Thunder? Team Britt versus Team Thunder,
1: maybe? That's probably
3: what I would have done. Yeah um i i think you could easily do team brit versus the baddies though and set up to brit versus uh jay somewhere down the line off of that i night. think it's just
0: like somebody's gonna bleed and none of nobody in the black baddies are gonna bleed you can yeah. you can you can bring
3: a baddie in specifically to bleed <laughs> wrong with you man okay you know, i'm not saying that jay, jay would never allow herself to be no way to do that. No. she would just throw one of her red shirts in yeah. there to
1: get, get, <laughs> get red. <Okay. laughs> the red shirts <laughs> so no i would have done because yeah i, I would have done maybe team brit with obviously that would also include um uh jay hater, hater. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a but,
3: nasty comment
0: <laughs> uh,
1: jamie hater <laughs> Nila, i haven't seen it yet but jamie hater nyla rose comment. Uh,
0: I turned the comments off. I can't.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That is a nasty comment. I'm not reading that out loud. That's what
2: What what I I can
0: just imagine. Uh,
1: hold on. I'm trying to put together my women's blood and guts here. Ready? All right. Uh, Ruby. We have Brit. Oh, easy. Um, Brit, Jamie Hader, Nyla Rose, um, Serena Deeb Mm -hmm. and Ty Conti. Those are the five on one side. And then on the babyface side, you have Tony Storm, Ruby Soho, uh, Thunder Rosa, uh, hit and Chris Statlander. Bam. Mm. You got women's blood and guts. That's it. It's Mm -hmm. made. Uh, And and if she does not available, uh well, so, okay because athena's involved with uh with jade so that's why i keep that picture separate uh but even chris is involved with jade so i don't know there's a, there's ways you could do that put in anna jay in place of chris Statlander, then um either way you had there was a match that could have been done but i know it was something that they wanted
0: you can't um, have anna versus ty i guess that's how you break them up huh
1: yeah i mean they're not together anymore because ty yeah. is part of the jericho appreciation society ty a heel. And, yeah, yeah. Ty is a heel so actually if anything you could play up the fact that they're on separate sides now. Mm-hmm. So, nah, I think it was doable if they were going to do it. They could have did uh, it. Right. Yeah, they could have done it. Um yeah. yeah so. I do think this
3: is my favorite Blood and Guts match so far. Yeah. Yeah, this of is the
0: good. I, I, Sammy's bump was I, I like this his bump way Sam better than what they did. Yeah. It was Jared definitely bump filmed
1: bump. way better. Um and I know people were still giving them shit for using a, a crash pad, but like this is a much more believable crash pad. Yeah, no, this least, is way better. Because no. at least one, this one like had a practical use in that it was <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the the timekeeper's table that was just abnormally big for some reason. That's a little um, bit large. And, yeah, and like at the end of the day, it was still tables. Like It, it was like one of
0: those No Mercy video game tables, how they had yeah.
3: the, big, <laughs> the oh, big giant table. Nobody put Abaddon on their team. I feel like Abaddon would kill it in a blend gun. Oh, yeah,
2: rich. I
0: like that. Yeah, yeah, she could be on the uh, the hillside, on Jamie's side.
1: Uh, let's see. Jake says, uh, remember uh, how Gucci did Jeezy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gucci was wild. Gucci was,
0: was... He did not care about
3: nothing. do put your homie in a <laughs> pack, bro. We're smoking on a pookie <laughs> loke tonight.
1: Man. All right. To close out the show, I posed the question to my two comrades here last night, and hopefully you did your homework, because... Of it's July 2nd. This is the first. Happy season.
0: birthday to one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time. It was Canada Day the other day. Brett the Hitman Hart. It's his birthday today. The king of the sharpshooter. Shout out to Brett Hart. Amen. Shout
3: out Bret
1: Hart. And if you've learned anything from this episode, Brett was right. There you go. Facts. So we're six months into the year. We will do this formally at the end of the year. But right now, where are you guys sitting We'll start with Male Wrestler of the Year. Um,
3: Right now, I kind of feel like it's Dax. Um, I feel like Dax has been on a crazy run this year um, of matches, like as a tag team and as a singles competitor.
0: (laughs) You know me. I've said it 500 times on this show. Wrestler of the Year. I've seen him do it on a whole bunch of wrestling shows. Speedball Mike Bailey far and away because I've seen it with my own two eyes. Him do this with a litany variety of opponents. I've seen him do the match with Takeshita in West Coast Pro with my own eyes. One of people say that's one of the best matches of the year. He's done it with So many people, Lee Moriarty, uh, ACH. I could go down the list of how many amazing matches that Speedball Mike Bailey has done. Every show that he's on, his match is the hottest match of the show on shows with tremendously talented people. I think the things that he's done has just... Really cemented him, but also there's a lot going on. Like Will Ospreay has been doing incredible things. I think they need to both square off at the end of the year to really cement who's the guy. But yeah, I'm gonna go with Speedball Mike Bailey right that's now just because speedball. I've He's seen. Just because I, it's a little bit of bias because I've seen a lot of the shit with my own eyes, and it's just like it's hard to you know the structure of a wrestling show and everything that's going on to be the best match every time is crazy. So it's hard to 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 take it away
1: from that. Um. I'm gonna go with an answer that probably won't be true when we do this at the end of the year because mm-hmm. his I mean, mine's he, isn't gonna be true at the yeah, end of the year, because think. his <laughs> year his year is over. Uh, but Cody Rhodes um, is mm. my wrestler of these first That's six fair. months, yeah. Um, and yeah, because his run essentially ends now, uh, anybody has a chance to top it. But, if we
0: talk about impact, no one has made a bigger impact than what Cody has done. So.
1: yeah, And yeah. I think he started the year strong. He came in with that ladder match with Sammy Guevara, but then he ended his year really strong with mm-hmm. the Hell in a Cell with Seth Rollins. And the matches, the, the two matches prior with Seth Rollins were also both excellent. Um, mm-hmm. nah, I think it's Cody Rhodes. Uh, yep. I think he has come through and delivered hugely. I think by the end of the year, I'll probably end up changing that answer to John Moxley because I mm-hmm. think Moxley has just been consistent all year long. Moxley Moxley has been fire too. Yeah, yeah Moxley definitely. has been fire. And uh, as long as he stays healthy till December and just keeps going at the rate he's going, I think it'll end up being him. But right now, I'm sitting at Cody just for the impact he's had. What about women's wrestler?
0: Um, I said it a few days ago on Twitter. I think the things that Tony Storm has done, she's not a champion, but I think that every match right. that she's had in AEW has been fire. I think she's like a a notch above most wrestlers in the company and I think the things that she does are incredible. All of her matches have been super fire. I love the intensity that she works. I love the style that she works. I love everything that she does. My wrestler of the year right now is a women wrestler Tony Storm honestly.
3: Um I kind of think this is this is uh Thunder Rosa's year to be mm-hmm. women's wrestler of the year. I feel like it's been coming for a few years. I've been watching her get better and better. I feel like it's her year
1: um i can't believe women's wrestler we're all going with AEW answers but to be fair i'm going with mine just because i uh, watch that other shit i would do i would do anything that this person asked and look she started her year in january <laughs> by being on Grapsity, and therefore she already wins <laughs> and she brought the belt with her Nah, it's Jade Cargo. It's, Jade. it's, Jade. Jade it's definitely
0: Jade. Jade. It's like it's like when I say somebody's the best like if I'm like this person's the best wrestler like Brian Danielson is that person. He's up there. This every time I mention another person, he's right under Brian Danielson. That's how I feel about Jade like Jade is the wrestler of the year. Anytime I say anything else is under her, you can't deny what Jade
1: is. Nah, doing. Jade Everything. Jade she's is. Jade. It. and she's so over. I she's cannot insanely believe over. Yeah, I I can't be, like I sat next to a dude at Forbidden Door who was, like, so mad that Jay Cargill wasn't on this show. And he's, like – "Uh, He was – being kind of an ass and he's just like oh, i don't want to see none of this tony storm or yeah thunder Rosa shit and, and he by was by like, the way yeah. chicago
2: speak y'all did
3: y'all did tony storm and thunder rosa kind of wrong man y'all did it. not get loud enough for them man i didn't mm. i didn't like that y'all could have got louder for that i did appreciate some people in the crowd that were getting loud i did see the mexican flag in the crowd for rosa i did see the the towel in the crowd for tam Licano as well which was dope um but no y'all could have got louder for them i didn't like that
1: um and yeah, uh, they said, "Boy, we just learned something about Will." When uh, the, did you see what Jay Cargill posted the? Uh, she said, "Let me step on you," and I was just like, "Okay, I don't make the <laughs> oh, man. Hey, by the, way, at me. <laughs> by the way, me. By the way, for Jade, she wasn't on the
3: card. But did you guys see what she did this weekend? She threw out the first pitch for Southside Chicago
1: White
0: Sox. Let's go, baby!
3: And they, and they
1: said it's not Jade yet. She's still great. Look, man. Her shit's delivering. Stop I don't care about stuff, none of bro. that. Like, I don't. I don't care about none of that. Like, honestly, just the fact that she has such a star presence. I mean, like, okay. As far as like, if we're talking performer pro wrestler of the year, you know, I feel like Bianca, um, yeah, okay. Bianca, or Becky. Like, we could really yeah. pick between or, the two. Or Rosa. Um, Rosa's been killing it. Rosa. As had far as like pay per view matches in a row. But like, as far as like rising star this year, it's been Jade Cargill. I mean, yeah. You know, Bianca and uh, and Becky are. Some things are just
0: bigger that. than that shit. And Jade is just like. Like what she's doing and what she represents and where she's going to go is so much bigger than everything that it's hard mm-hmm. to not say that she's yeah. the wrestler of the year. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I,
3: I so, still think it's Rosa though just because when you look at the pay-per-views in a row she's had the best match on two mm-hmm. pay-per-views um she had the best match mm-hmm. at battle of the belt if she and she's done it, it
0: outside of aew too so shout out to and,
3: and you know had that great cage match in her hometown where she won a title i think yeah. i think it's row this year
1: mm-hmm. and it's uh like as jonas in the mm-hmm. chat said you need to see the whole package just being popular isn't it i mean that's like 70 percent of pro wrestling though um is is winning over the crowd because i have said that like And that was part of the reason why I can't go back and watch any of the shit that took place during those pandemic months. Because, uh, to me, having a crowd is like, and especially a great crowd that's like into things. Like, if a great match is taking place in front of a dead crowd, that to me takes away so much of the match. It does take away. It takes away so much of the match. Like, if you get people into what you're doing, Mm -hmm. that is like 70% of wrestling to me. Right. Um, So, uh,. Next question. Match of the year so far. Final question.
3: Um, I'm going to go with uh, FTR versus the Briscoes from Supercard of Honor. I think that's the match of the year far and away.
0: Um I, it's honestly it's hard to disagree. We were there live. We watched it together. It was it had all the great the elements. The three of us dominated. got to watch it together. That was yeah, the first time was...
3: we got the like best best live match I've seen. It's year, hard to it's far. hard to
0: think of anything beyond that just because all the elements were there and on top of like us having a great time watching it together. This match was insane. So it's like, yo, that Yeah,
3: yeah. if if I want to give anything a runner up, it's probably Paige versus Danielson 2. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I really think it's the Briscoes versus FDR. Yeah. Uh,
2: Amazing
3: match. I
0: want to go back.
1: <laughs> I There's a little bit of recency bias on this one, um, but I was at both. And mm-hmm. I will say that the most fun I've had at a match was FDR versus Briscoes. But yeah. shout out to the match we mentioned earlier, Will Ospreay versus mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy. I feel like the atmosphere, yeah, has Osprey had probably what could be considered better matches probably but again to me a, a big part of pro wrestling is the atmosphere and to have that many people that were just screaming their heads off and were into every aspect of the match um that made it for me there's so much good in orange Cassidy versus will osprey will osprey hasn't had a crowd like that his whole year mm-hmm. uh, and probably won't uh and so for that i, I And mean, they like, can
0: barely speak up in japan so yeah you know yeah what i mean <laughs> yep
1: I don't know. Eh. Osprey, Osprey,
3: Okada, Wrestle Kingdom is still like one of my top matches. The Osprey world.
0: and Moxley from, what was that? Was that in Chicago too? Wendy City Riot. Yeah, that was f- super fire.
1: Look at you guys just getting all this shit. You're all, <laughs> the, all the
0: I'm tired of y'all. <laughs> Send so me suppo- something.
1: <laughs> we're supposed to find out where All Out is uh, in like what they said, end of July. They said they're going to announce it. I think they said the 22nd is when come, that's going to get Come out.
3: back into the city, Tony Khan. Don't go to Hoffman. Come into the city. Hey, I mean, the
0: the Cow Palace is available, Tony Khan. I don't know. We have something over here. We could do it at a baseball stadium here. I don't know. What do you want from me?
1: Help. I me. mean, I know <laughs> that like the wrestlers are, have all been told they're traveling to Chicago. I think at this point, it's just where in Chicago. Uh, yeah, and I hope
0: Chicago too for uh, Black Wrestlers Matter's sake because they have a show. Coming otherwise, that's going to be connected.
1: It. Like If by this point they have to change all their like travel itinerary, it's going to suck. That's but great. I think all the wrestlers are, are aware that it's Chicago. It's just Shot a matter it. of where yeah, in the com- city.
3: Come to Chicago. That way I can make travel plans to go to Grand Slam and I don't have to make travel
1: plans to go somewhere else. This is what I would say if I were booking this. If I had the opportunity to book um, the United Center again, I would basically say, like, it, like if the... Back to the, back. Because I don't know what they're waiting on for the 22nd. I'd basically be like, look, what is the prognosis on CM Punk? If I know I have CM Punk back, book the United Center again. <laughs> if I'm not sure... Go somewhere else. Now that you
0: say that out loud, that could be exactly what's going on. They're like, yeah, let's wait and see. Wait a couple weeks to see what Phil's gonna tell us, and then we'll move on from there.
3: Listen, (laughs) Phil's gonna
0: be there. We book in the United Center for sure. Listen,
3: you're listening to Phil tell you right now. Phil's
1: gonna be there. (laughs) Come into the city, bro. Don't
3: don't go to Hoffman Estates, man. Like, don't do it. If they if they
1: could pull off (laughs) Punk coming back, then I feel like that's the one. Just. Book it at the United Center. What do they if do not, if
0: S, uh, Chicago Made Punk is not back though for the main event?
1: Um, Hangman versus uh, versus Mox. Yeah, yeah, is what I would for do. sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that would be one of the best programs you could run. Mm-hmm. Hell, I wanted to see that anyway. But yeah. uh, but if you can't do Punk, then
3: that's the way you do that. it. Listen, mm-hmm. hey, if if we get two straight two straight AEW pay per views at the United Center, forget it. Yeah, I mean, like, I, said, <laughs> I,
1: I don't, I don't know. Uh, so that's uh, and finally, okay, one last question.
0: Tag Spread the wealth, Tony Khan,
1: tag team of the year, FDR, oh,
0: it's FDR. Damn it, he said my name at the presser, How- <laughs> <laughs> Young Bucks, I can't go against the Young Bucks, man. They're the greatest tag team of all time. Every match that they did, they did it. They just did one yesterday. Double springboard Melter Driver. That's just a regular yo, light Wednesday yo, spot. Yo, Nick the Chat is just lit up. Nick Jackson's is
3: ridiculous, yeah. man.
1: But young Bucks, it, baby. It's it's FTR. Uh, FTR, no, it's totally is, FTR. I love the yeah. Young Bucks. I'm no, my F- FTR, F-T-R all time. has FTR found a different gear this year, and uh, I feel like FTR. Remember, there was talk
0: of what if they go back to WWE? Remember, someone said yeah. that out of their. Uh, well, th- well, that
1: was the thing. Was like um, FTR to me was riding off of a lot of their nxt success for a long time and they've been in nxt since 2017. Mm -hmm. Um, but i feel like this year with the change in the music with the change in the gear with the logo with the, the the they're just a more explosive team than they've ever been um and this whole seven star ftr stuff all of it's just clicking now um i feel like this ftr deserves all of it i said before i've said it on twitter I don't think FTR should have won the tag titles in 2020. I think there were mm. like three or four other teams in AEW that were ahead of them that should have won the titles before them. Um, mm. I think FTR today is the best tag team that one, they've ever been. And two, that's around today. Absolutely. FTR. And
0: the, uh, when people say best in the world, I, it usually isn't real. Like I'm the best in the world, like maybe in your company, but like this, in this case, like They're this tag team is the best tag team in the whole world, FTR, right yeah. now at I... this and,
1: and, and not just because of the Grapsy stuff. Like, yeah, legit, no, 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 I, no. They, yeah. They, I, even I if they didn't say that, that, like, just yeah. these guys
0: are on a different, and with the added element of Dax, you know, doing incredible singles matches randomly too. Like, these guys, this was their I... year. I'm gonna, and and I'm, they
1: said, and, and I see in the chat, uh, yet not AEW champions. Like, that's the thing, is the story. Coming, yeah, is and it, they're not even the champs. <laughs> but the thing is, they shouldn't be. Like, right. I think that the story has been for them to build up to collecting all of these belts until we get to that last one. That's the one. I think. Yeah, I think that's the one. I don't think it would have – I don't think they should be AEW Tag Team Champion yet. I think now that they've got the IWGP, now that they have all of these belts – that the Young Bucks are also known for holding. Now you have a story to tell of yep. all of Man. these belts: the H Tag Team Titles, Young mm-hmm. Bucks have held; ROH yep. Tag Team Titles, Young mm-hmm. Bucks have held; IWGP Tag Titles, Young Bucks, mm-hmm. and the AEW Tag Titles. You put all four belts on the line. Four belts oh. that now both teams are known for in like a two out of three falls match. That's what I want. Oh. Two out of three falls. Oh my god! Four belts. Oh my shit. And if you did it at All Out in Chicago,
2: we're out of here.
3: Just, I was just gonna say if you don't have Punk at All Out, I think that they should main event that show. That could be the main event right there. I, yeah. I feel like that's the, that's the time to main event
1: the card with a tag team match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. They're saying in the chat, by the way, they're like, uh, P- "Patrick FTR 'FTR hasn't won the PWG tag titles,' and so the Bucks are known for." <laughs>
3: Yo, by the way, the Bucks wearing their old gear with the ROH and everything on the on the vest. Man, come on,
0: man. Chef's kiss, baby. Doing
2: I love doing, it. doing mm-hmm. that
3: back spot with uh with LP, which LP is one of my favorite wrestlers in the world. He's one of the most legitimately funny wrestlers out there. And then
0: I, I waited all match for last, like, do the back race spot, do the back race spot. And when it started, I was like, yes, yes. I'm always so happy to see when wrestlers are in the ring with Sting and you just know they're having so much fun. That's what it felt like for LP in that match. Like, I'm in here with Sting, man. I'm. Oh, that, this is the
1: best. That's the thing I was saying earlier, though. Sting <laughs> was my favorite wrestler as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. If you told me as a kid, though, that, A, you're going to see Sting wrestle a whole bunch uh, in your lifetime. But the majority of it is like in person. But the majority of the times you see it is going to be like in 2022. Yeah,
0: you'd be like, (laughs) when the
1: man is 63. (laughs) Are you sure? (laughs) And they're going to be the matches you enjoy the most. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. That doesn't Mm -hmm. even make any sense.
0: And he's going to do new jack spots. He's going to jump off stuff through tables. You'll be like, bro, yeah. what are you talking about? No, he's not. Man, <laughs> then, this,
3: this yes. was my first time ever seeing Sting wrestle in person. and It was mm. at the United Center. Like, come on, man. That's yep, <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I've now seen Sting. I saw him last year at Double or Nothing. I saw him uh, at Revolution this year. I saw him at Grand Slam last year. Uh, for whatever reason, I keep getting these thing matches. And now I've seen him at Forbidden Door. It's great. I got a lot of pictures of Sting I like it. on my phone. Uh, but hey, guys, um, this was Grapsody. Super-sized edition, edition of, of Grapsody today. I wanted to make sure we got this year in stuff, or not year in, but I guess halfway through the year stuff out because we're here. This is a good to evaluate it. Let us know. Let us know on Twitter. Let us know uh, in the comments below What? who is your wrestler of the year so far halfway through. Um, who is your female wrestler of the year? So male, female um tag team and match of the year so far what have you got we're gonna do this formally we'll do a big grap city awards deal uh at the end of the year um and but until then
0: and it's five i'm doing B100, bw 500 is starting i'm starting i'm gonna announce the number one person right here on Grapsity when it is happening so there's a lot of cool things that are going to be happening
1: this year i'm so excited yeah. we should get them on yeah. whoever it is
0: oh yeah yeah definitely it yeah. Not could not be a him. You said him. It could be a her. You know? I said I um, know.
1: like apostrophe. Oh, you said get, get could... um On. Okay, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> get them on. Whoever don't be spoiling is. anything. Okay. Especially
0: because yeah, because last year. Uh, honestly, uh, I don't. I, there's like it's up in the air right now, so
1: it could be mm-hmm. anything. Could be anybody. Yeah. So let's see.
3: Yeah, let's yo, see. if you pick Sasha number one, we got to make that happen. I guess. Yep. <laughs> Sasha,
0: call us, Sasha. <laughs> yeah,
1: we'll get whoever it is. We, we will do everything in our power to get whoever it is. Black Wrestling's 500, number one, right here on Grabs Speaking of which, folks, that edition of today Oh, wait, I got one. Number check. I don't want to miss this one. Um, check. Joseph Snurk. Um, Snurk. To get his picks in for uh, men, he said his male, male uh, is Dax Harwood. And uh, the female is Saya Kamitani. Um, current white belt champion so,
3: for Stardom. That's a good pick. Um, Saya is killing it right now.
1: There we have it, folks. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I'm glad I got Grahapsody. to be here for an extended edition of Graps because I have to take my kid to acting today. Yeah, I was wondering. Um, like,
0: I, I know Will's going to run out of here sometime soon. Listen, but...
1: Eric, uh, you got you got to wait. You, by the
3: end of the year, I'll be able to make a firm case for for Seth for the rest of the year. I can't do it yet, um, but you got you got to wait. I
0: don't think I, I don't think you're gonna <laughs> have yes. that. Like I yeah. said,
1: <laughs> just just, just At the end it, of the year. My, not a <laughs> I have My cast has changed for wrestler of the year. Unless somehow nobody hasn't. Cody had the first six months.
3: Listen, um, if if he pins Roman, I might have a case. Mm. I might have a the case. Guy,
0: the guy pins the guy. That's going to be hard to fight, hard to argue.
1: So, yeah. See you next time, folks. Have a great night. Peace.
0: Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule, it's surprisingly affordable, too.